attention. The movie guys love movies. Any comments made about how something's so big and fearsome that the mere sight of it is enough to send people screaming into the streets are purely for entertainment purposes only. Isn't that right, John Ham's dick? Let's take it a little slower. I don't want to wake up pregnant. How's your penis? Oh, it's not bad. All right, good. <laughs> Leading with a dick joke. Yay! I heard it makes that noise. John that was Ham's that was the yeah, actual audio <laughs> of John Ham's dick. Of John Ham's dick. Now we originally wrote this joke as John Ham's cock, but Paul had to explain to me Ham's cock sounded like somebody's name. Yeah, or John it Ham's sounds cock. like a. Food. I'm like, who's John Ham's cock? But John Ham's cock could sign his own signature. Yeah, it, just, yeah. it would be the biggest. Yeah, it would definitely be the biggest. Paul, well, I believe I said during the writing meeting to get the audience's attention right at the top of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. This is what we came up. It takes too long sometimes. I, I have to say now, is Brenda his ex-wife, his daughter, another person is sleeping with? Because there's so many. I mean, he could be sleeping with someone next to his wife in that movie, in, exactly. that, in that show. So I can't remember. Yeah, there's just. Karen was watching. I, I watched Mad Men. I'm in the middle of season three, but Karen kept watching without me. She's in season five. I walk in. She's watching the show, and it's a girl yelling at Don Draper because he left something behind at her place. I'm like, this is what was happening two seasons ago. <laughs> so this guy does. The same story, different woman. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we are uh, Sex Bob Bomb, and we're here to make you think about death and get sad and stuff. <laughs> Welcome to the Movie Showcast, everybody, part of the vast and sprawling movie guy's empire, ground zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with jokes, rants, sketches, characters, bits, special guests, and more as we broadcast from the Admirals Club just a bit outside Burbank Airport. Specifically, this is show number 50. Halfway to syndication. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they don't stop making movies, so we don't stop making comedy shows about movies, which means you can get a new show every week. Basically, search The Movie Guys anywhere you like on the World Wide Webs, and we come right up. iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, and, of course, themovieguys.net. Absolutely free. And we encourage you to subscribe where you can, and if you do, still, no charge. <laughs> Newly posted to themovieguys.net, you can catch our review of Neighbors, which I'm sure we'll talk about later in the show. And a first for our website, a theater review. But a night uh, in what? the theater directed what? by horror film legend Stuart Gordon. So oh, cool. Oh, someone I wanted to, went awesome. to check that out. I thought you were saying a theater reviewed us. No, no. That would have been odd. We, re- <laughs> we reviewed a play. Oh, we did? Wow. Uh, yeah, we sent out one of our newer guys, Ray. Oh, of course Ray, we did. Why don't we send those people out to watch me in a okay, play? I have, I have two questions. <laughs> what the hell? Stuart Gordon Because you did, did not direct, direct the reanimator. Yeah, Stuart <laughs> Gordon did, I would love to see Stuart Gordon's Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Uh, yeah. That would be great. It would be better. Yeah. But uh, Sacred Fools Theater's production of Taste is the is the play we reviewed on there, and I should bring it up because it sounds awesome. It's about a it's a two person play, I believe, about a guy who invites someone over who answered an ad in the paper that they would like to be eaten by the other guy. Oh wow! So oh, that old sexually tripe. eaten or like f- toasted is any, up? Is there any other dinner? way? I guess yeah. I don't know that you could say. I'm sure it's going to be sexy and... at some point. Oh. Now, you can also find our latest shows on ComedyPodcastNetwork.com, Break.com, IOComedyNetwork.com, and clips from the show on Funny or Die. Your hosts for the hardest-working podcast on the airwaves include myself, Paul Preston, here with Karen Volpe, Lee Caius, Adam Witt, and all show long, you've already heard his voice a little bit here, we are joined by MC of the Hater Nation Yay! podcast. 
What's up, everybody? TheHaterNationShow.com. There you go. <laughs> and as ever, we bring you our signature take on what's opening this weekend with our movie previews. Opening this week, it's Million Dollar Arm versus $70 million box office. As John Hamm's Million Dollar Arm opens, a tale as old as money itself. A white American man brings non-American young men to play professional sports in the U.S. Also opening, as the uh, world has been made aware by a massive marketing campaign, it's Godzilla. Here's a clip. Oh, I love that cartoon. For years, I've been up from the dead. I remember that part. I yeah. forgot how dramatic it got. Oh, yeah. Great, isn't it? Now, did you edit that out? What's that? Gadzuki? The Gadzuki. I edited yeah. yeah. that. Yeah. Thank you. I was and Godzuki. We should have left it in because all of a sudden it goes into. It's a total scrappy do theme. Yeah, I was about to say scrappy do. God. And I can't remember as a kid if if Godzuki was a latecomer to that cartoon or that cartoon no. always had Godzuki. At that time, uh, this is going to be more information than anybody wants to know. At that time, cartoons, <laughs> I want to know. All of a sudden, every cartoon got a little sidekick: Scrappy Doo, yeah. Baby Plastic Man, oh yeah, Baby uh, Plaz, Baby Fang Face. Baby Fang yeah. and uh, Baby Fang, Baby Fang and Baby Smurf. Uh, I and just Baby Smurf. want to yep. say something that Lee normally would say, but Godzuki is my favorite dessert at <laughs> DJ's. <laughs> Damn, I wish I had said. Oh, you ever get a, yeah. Yeah, oh the Godzuki taste? Uh, Try the Godzuki cool. The peanut butter Godzuki is my the favorite. best. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here's here's a clip, an actual clip from Godzilla, but it contains just as much gravitas. You are not fooling anybody oh, when yeah. you say oh, so that what happened was a natural disaster. So good. It's gonna be good. God, wow. You're yeah. lying. So Take that, Gravitas, Raymond Burr. It wasn't a typhoon. <laughs> you know that kind of feels because good really in your scene when that happens. Is that you're hiding something Only out there. You. It's like... And it is going to send us back to the Stone Age. God, he's so awesome. Ladies, if you'd like to sit on the base of the speaker yeah. during this uh, ad, you will find a thrill beyond most men. <laughs> that is, that's a sexy, very sexy trailer. What a great pick, Brian Cranston, right? Oh. Because I think it's a good balance of he's not a huge movie star, so he's not going to detract. Yeah, right. Exactly. But, uh, and so you never know what could happen to him in the movie. But he's also, you know, just strong enough, and he needs some kind of, and people want to see more of him. So, boom, here he is in Godzilla. He really believes it, and I believe it. Because he sounds so upset about everything. He is going to have a heart attack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everything that happens, he's like, you don't got to say that. He's just yelling and screaming at everybody. He's great. Oh, but the God. dream is for these things is to have some gravitas, especially yeah. Godzilla was incredibly silly for a couple decades Godzilla. there. Uh, you know, yeah, and a Gadzuki. I mean, so, you know, and of course, they're doing the effects and all this stuff, and they're giving it a very serious tone and everything. But when you throw Brian Cranston in there instead of Raymond Burr or whoever. <laughs> or Matthew Broderick. Or Matthew Broderick. Uh, we seem to forget that movie, huh? Uh, <laughs> we do. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> we about. We do. Horrible. We wiped that from what my memory. Movie? Yeah. It wasn't the wasn't the Roland Emmerich film it, I I gotta I tell you, it is kind of funny how many blogs online in, in when this Godzilla's coming out have listed the 28... Uh, best Godzilla movies in order. There's yes. 29, but they don't count. <laughs> no, they don't even the rank it. Yeah, they go the top, the 28 ranked from bottom to top. 
And you're like, there's 29. And they don't even mention it. It's kind of incredible. Wiped from their memory. Yeah. Well, as you may know, this is Godzilla's chance to break out of the Japanese-only market and really become an international brand for monster movies. But are you aware that not only did they modernize Godzilla's roar for this update, but they made different roars for the different inter- international oh. markets? Oh. That's helpful. For, for example, here's how... like accents. Different people yeah. have different accents. Exactly, that people can relate to. Mm-hmm. Here, I think, is the one they're playing in Germany. It's subtle, but I heard it. Yeah, Yeah, I hope he just ate Hitler. That's all. I just... (laughs) Or stepped on him, yeah. Something. That would be great. Here in the Middle East, they they love movies in the Middle East. Oh, Oh, There's nothing they love more. They love taking their wives and daughters to movies. Oh, because the girls are allowed to go out and have a good time with their girlfriends. They drive. They they drive. No, they don't. Honey, why don't you drive this (laughs) time? Honey, you drive. Bring your sister. And here's what Godzilla sounds like over there. Show some leg. That's a little different. Again, I hope he just ate a bad guy. Taking out Al-Qaeda with his tail. Can you imagine how quickly we would have got Bin Laden with a Godzilla? Oh, yeah. That would have been awesome. Was there ever one where they controlled him? I've seemed to think there was. Well, like there they were put times something on his head. He or? was a good guy. There yeah. were times where suddenly he became yeah. like a good guy. Out of, Could like they it was like, like wrestling. He turned into a face of some mm-hmm. big deal. <laughs> right. If you're not paying attention one week, he's yeah, just suddenly like, wait, 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 did I miss a movie? Yeah. Did I miss number 25? Wait, the Rock's what a happened? good guy? What's yeah. Hollywood Hulk Hogan doing here? But <laughs> 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 well, here's how Godzilla like sounds in, in France. Those are frogs, Lee. Okay. I, thought, I just thought it was going to like roar and then lay down. <laughs> but here's my favorite. In the Spanish and, uh, and nobody Mexican... Nobody hates France enough to call them frogs. That's such a weird like slur that nobody actually uses, right? From the 60s. Yeah. You know, actually, <laughs> the word French is a curse word, kind of. When they, like, yeah. so, Oh, you're so French. I couldn't. Yeah, I, exactly. It is a slur. You're right. I couldn't find a drop that just yelled, I give up. So. Yeah. No! <laughs> Tap, tap, tap. (laughs) Here's the Spanish and Mexican market. And that was that final part, too. That was always that final part. I have oh. one of those uh, bougainvillas oh. in the back. The bougainvillas. <laughs> yeah. It's a very popular instrument. The, the bougainvillas. bougainvillas. I love when the bougainvillas are in bloom. <laughs> the vuvuzelas oh, on my porch. Uh, the bougainvillas are in bloom. The vuvuzelas still sounds like a female body part. Yeah. 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 What? It's not? Here's the final well, when one. When you sing, you have to sing from your vuvuzela, I believe. <laughs> oh, here's how it sounds in Japan, although they've already got that market. They did oh. update it a little bit. <laughs> so is that ending? What is that? Oh, Mr. Sparkle. Uh, Mr. Sparkle from the uh, Simpsons. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what about the Magic Johnson black audience? You forgot about them, didn't you? <laughs> didn't you? That was too much noise. You couldn't even hear the trailer. Exactly. Oh, they were all Way screaming to- at it. Either they all were late. Oh, hey Oh. oh. <laughs> I can say that. Yes, thank God you're here. For those of you who are not watching the YouTube video (laughs) and are just listening, he can say that. I can say that. (laughs) Just let you know a little something about our guest. He can say that. You might not know. (laughs) Oh, I should bring up one more thing that we uh, did during the uh, holiday season. We we played a little uh, game of fantasy movies on Rotoflix. Rotoflix.com. That's... uh, 
flix.com. And we're doing it again for the summer season when Rotoflix has started up a summer league where you play a fantasy game and you bet on what's going to make a lot of money at the box office, whereas mm-hmm. during the winter it's what's going to win Oscars. So we're launching into the, the second week this week. We missed the first week, missed the deadline, so we didn't get into the first week of uh, Spider-Man. But, Lee, you've got Godzilla on your, on your fantasy team, right? I do. He's so my starting. Weekend for you. you yeah. draft movies and actors separately, right? Yeah, yes. and directors. So and directors. You, yeah. So you, you don't automatically get Brian Cranston. You have to pick him separately. Yeah. You, right. So I was wondering about that as a strategy. Do you just pile on so one be, movie because you know that movie's going to wipe out yeah. everybody? Do you just get the actor and director? But they go around yeah, the I horn. I thought about that, too. Yeah, with the rotisserie yeah. draft yeah. or whatever they call it. The but he had a good position because he was two in a row for a while. Yeah. Yeah, like he always got time. two picks in a but row. But I ended up with Gareth Edwards, director of Godzilla, so we'll see. How many points I can get and from that? And I ended up with Tom Cruise for no other reason than he was next to pick, and I had a chance to pick from Tom Cruise. I could Stole his boyfriend away. I can't. I can't even make an excuse for why I didn't. I don't get know <laughs> why he wasn't picked. <laughs> because Forgot. you should have picked Godzilla <laughs> I, for your yeah, first you pick. Know, it's you going to be pick. a huge movie. Yeah, you had a great pick. or will it be a huge always, movie? Always bet well, with your sure. head, not your heart. Yeah, he's not playing with his heart. Yeah. People yeah. are saying, you know, with Pacific Rim underperforming, they wonder if Godzilla will. No, Godzilla's will, will different than Pacific Rim no. because I didn't even it's know there was a Godzilla in Pacific Rim. Godzilla was the king. Godzilla's the king, taking back his throne. F Cloverfield, F Pacific Rim. <laughs> gold. Godzilla's coming back for his gold, baby. That's yeah, right. yeah. He did it's it wrestling. It's more wrestling. He he just did it's all wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. It's all wrestling. <laughs> it always comes back to wrestling on the Hater Nation show. You I'm know, he does that, kind of walk around like the big, st- the big slow. I used to call him the Big Show. It's kind of like, like a Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just hope this Godzilla does the Mo- uh, Muhammad Ali oh, shuffle. Right. Yeah. Oh. Remember when he used to do the shuffle? <laughs> yeah, and didn't he even do the, the thumb the nose yes. thing? Like he totally yeah. did all the Muhammad Ali boxing stuff when he was, when he was all those 70s when ones. When he gets all fired up. Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. that. That was a cater to the blacks. <laughs> so we'll have updates on how we're doing on Rotoflix. I think the first week, um, whoever had neighbors, I think that's uh, Pete. Oops. That wasn't me. A high school friend of mine playing. <laughs> that we'll overperformed, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Incredible. That yeah. P also overperformed. Yeah, I should also say a quick shout out to uh, friends of the show. Ike Barinholtz did appear on the movie showcast yeah. last yeah. week. And uh, he got the movie guy's bump as neighbors <laughs> open to 51 million. So you're uh, welcome, Mike. Uh, you, don't, you don't think his appearance on Howard Stern had anything to do with it? Well, he was Well, there I think they only booked him on Howard Stern after our show. Really. Oh, yeah. liter- <laughs> and he appeared there Monday. Chronologically, well after, you're right. Well, after the huge weekend. I'm on Kimmel tomorrow. Fantastic. Have fun with that. <laughs> and you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I also want a special shout out to Grace McPhillips and Corbett Lunsford, our guests from a few weeks back, as their short film Eclipse is having its premiere at the Cannes Film Festival. Wow. It's Cannes, right? Yeah. Yes, okay. it's pronounced yeah. Cannes. That's great. Uh, and Grace them. will be giving her presentation once again on the new HP workflow that involves on-set editing that, oh. that they made this film with, oh. or that they actually made a feature with in under a year. So she's going to talk about that and the films over there. So uh, good on them. But let's get on to our first movie. How will Hollywood destroy major United States cities this <laughs> summer? Or I should say, this summer. I believe your answer will be found in our first big release of the weekend. Lee, let's talk about Godzilla. <laughs> This Friday, a sci-fi fantasy movie finally has the balls to stand up to the arrogance of man (laughs) in Godzilla. Now, if the name of this movie sounds familiar, that's because, as Adam has mentioned, there are 29 other movies with the word Godzilla in the title, most of which are about a giant lizard. For those of you who've never heard of Godzilla, or merely have been spending your lives learning important things, Godzilla is a 30-story tall, irradiated lizard who smashes cities, fights other giant beasts, and breathes fire. Or does he? 
There's oh. no evidence that this American version of Godzilla will have him breathing fire. Uh-oh. So maybe this is a serious take? Maybe they're going for a more realistic version of the 30-story tall irradiated lizard who smashes cities and fights giant beasts? We can only hope so. It's been 60 years since Japan suffered its first Godzilla attack in the 1954 film Godzilla, or as we like to call it, Gorija. Gorija? Gojira. 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 That's what we like to call it. Uh, you like to call it Gorija. Gorija. <laughs> and then it's been 10 years since the last attack in Godzilla Final Wars. But we all know it was only a matter of time before Godzilla would stomp again. Mm. This time, Godzilla is produced by Legendary Pictures and Warner Brothers, the first Godzilla movie to be shot by an American studio, unless you count Roland Emmerich's 1998 Godzilla, but who would? <laughs> This is an upgraded Godzilla. Gone are men in rubber suits. Replaced! Because that's how things don't look fake in 2014. (laughs) But despite despite being an American production, the producers made full use of atomic bomb and tsunami imagery to make Japanese viewers feel comfortable. I swear to God, we just could not find the plot of this movie anywhere. Even the film's own website calls it a powerful story of human courage and reconciliation. It's something about Godzilla rising to the surface to restore balance. I'm sorry, Paul, I, I beg to differ because every one of the synopsis I read was very clear and concise and complete in describing what this movie was about. See, here, for example, Rotten Tomatoes says Godzilla. So? And? So, Godzilla, Paul. I don't know about you, but I don't want a whole lot of plot getting in the way of my Godzilla. Look, everything you need to know about this movie is right there in the title. Not since Supercop has a title so succinctly informed the audience as to what this movie is about. What we need is a Supercop. There you have it. Uh, never gets old. <laughs> it never gets old. According to the film, this monster was alive in 1954, and from all accounts, Ooh. he was already an adult. So here we are 60 years later, and the same Godzilla is still around. Wow. That means mm. we're taking on a, a geriatric Godzilla hero. We should be able to take him out. Shouldn't he be the villain in the new Expendables movie? Oh. Oh. <laughs> now, Godzilla stars Aaron Taylor Johnson. Say my name. Elizabeth Olsen. Say my name. <laughs> And Brian Cranston. You're goddamn right. <laughs> Proving that if you do enough meth, you will see God. Zilla. <laughs> and David Strathairn appears to give a good speech. If you want a man to deliver a stirring yet sensible message of hope, you can't do much better than David Strathairn. And Ken Watanabe shows up as the plot bot to explain everything to the Americans. Yes, thank you. Now, Ken Watanabe actually speaks three different languages. Japanese, English, and gravitas. <laughs> so you may not understand everything he's saying, but God damn it, you know it's going to be important. Yep. You are the general of your army? This is a low rank? I like the general cast. <laughs> I don't know, man, but that was fucking important. <laughs> Godzilla is directed by Gareth Edwards, director of 2010's Monsters, which was notable not only for its $15,000 budget, but also for its realistic treatment of what it might be like to discover that monsters are among us. Mm. Edwards appears to continue that theme on a larger scale in Godzilla, sticking closely to the point of view of the characters, keeping the camera with them to give audiences a sense of mystery and wonder. That's equal parts Jurassic Park and Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Now, the giant kaiju in the room for this movie is the immensely profitable movie everyone hated in 1998. <laughs> so let's take a look at the warning signs. Does it contain the movie guysopedia, what the movie guysopedia calls a Paxton, an actor cast with just enough star power so the project looks like a real movie, but who isn't famous enough to detract from the special effects? No! Here we have Brian Cranston, who brings little weight, a little more weight than Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick's an actor who never met a role he couldn't take the edge off. <laughs> now, does it, does it contain a Taco Bell tie-in? He's a 
the lizard. Godzilla's hiding, and it's up to you to find him. Uh-oh. I think I need a bigger box. Oh, my gosh. The answer is no. No. Wow. <laughs> is it directed by Roland Emmerich? No. Does Godzilla look like Godzilla? Yes. Yay. <laughs> Does this Godzilla contain a song by Sean Puffy Combs? I love you dearly, and not but you annoy me. You can't avoid me. I'm here to stay forever and ever in a day. I just threw a pimple. Ah, it just makes you think of giant lizards, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. That would be a no. So, okay, looks like we might have a real Godzilla on our hands. I hear it's over, right? I think I speak for the table. We're all excited to see this, right? Yes. 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 Even, yes. Crossing genders, yeah. right? Well, the other side of the table. Karen yes, I love this it. stuff. I don't know. This, for some reason, maybe it was something that I actually had some, um, some it involved me in some way when I was a kid, but I Did like you watch this. it when you were a kid? Because I think I we all kind of caught them. I think maybe accidentally. It's not something I remember, but I really like Godzilla. You have to understand, Karen had... Canadian television by oh. Antenna. Yeah. Oh, but like so, Saturday afternoons, they do like the horror. Did you have a horror show there? Like where in Saturday afternoons, like well, a horror host would come on and say we're watching Most movies? everything was a horror show where I was <laughs> yeah, from. Well. Yes. Look out the window. There's uh, a horror show. The horror show. Uh, I think what it might have been is my brothers were into it because of the heavy metal tie-in, that song you were playing earlier. Oh, yeah. That they might love, be why. Yeah. They love that <laughs> shit. Oh, I brought this. Now, if you look on your script, you probably see something very strange called Dogzilla. Yeah. And I have this. It's called Dogzilla. For those of you watching at home, you can watch on YouTube. this is why you like Godzilla. I think this might be part of it. (laughs) Question. Yes. Why is that not a pop-up book? I know. I totally (laughs) That should be a pop-up book. It's a little book about, it's a colored book about this corgi. Colored book? Um, Sorry. It's a... (laughs) We don't Pic- say that A picture anymore, book with different Color. colors. If you keep describing that, you're going to get Tim Burton a development deal. <laughs> and it has a corgi that's a dogzilla. What he does, guys, this is great. I'll just tell you really quick. There's a bunch of mice that live in this town, and they're having a cook-off. And then all of a sudden, out of the of the town's volcano, because every town is a volcano, totally comes... Dogzilla, yeah. and no, he goes oh, down and he causes trouble. And so the little mice. Hold it up to the camera, Karen. Use your words. <laughs> the mice. Use the pictures. Use the pictures. <laughs> they, the mice get together in their little army and they fight him they because Dogzilla. He doesn't breathe fire. He breathes stinky dog breath. Oh, so he has stink breath. We went to Did a the store. dog then attack a kid on a tricycle and get fended off by a cat? Bat and bat and bat and It attacked some mice and a bug on a bridge. Uh, Volkswagen bugs. Volkswagen yeah. bugs. Now, Karen and I went to a store in Burbank called Dark Delicacies. It's known for its like macabre and mm. horror. And this is what she found. And this is great because <laughs> there's oh, like wait. you bought this book. <laughs> yeah. And there's a mouse with glasses. Yeah. Dr. Paul said uh, dark. You know. <laughs> so now the mouse has a plan on how to fight the dogzilla. They have a little sketch of him, and it says that's the like, Brian Cranston of a, dogzilla. Yes. <laughs> he's like the scientist saying this is what we do. You're lying. He's he's here. So what they do is they. You go. <laughs> you don't know what's coming. <laughs> they decide to give him a bath. So oh. they get the forces together of the little mice and they get shampoo and conditioner and it makes the dogzilla so upset. Now I know it's like eight pages, but oh. we're not going to get the whole story, are we? Oh, do you want to know the end? <laughs> yes, please. Just the end. No need to buy <laughs> the book this now. This is the end. He goes back spoiler. into his... Spoiler. It's a picture of his butt sticking out of the volcano. So uh. Godzilla in theaters. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that preview. But then, da da. There's oh. a sequel. There's puppies coming out of it. Oh, the, so that's much more like puppies came out of his ass. No, the puppies came out of the volcano. You have to buy a whole other book to explain that. Well, he had to get in the volcano, so his butt was sticking out. Is another I hate dog in the volcano? Yes, his girl dog is in the volcano. What up? He leaves a bitch at home. As you should. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I hate to I hate to change the subject. Dogzilla, everybody. Thank <laughs> please, you. please do. <laughs> but uh, interesting story. I saw the last Godzilla movie, the very last one they made, Godzilla Final Wars, the best one, by the way. Uh, that they've made. Mm. I saw that in Japan on opening weekend with an actual oh. Japanese audience. Did they love it? Now, of all the things you can do in Japan, the one you could never time out to make that be perfect, that would be the best thing ever, would be to see a Godzilla movie in original release with a Japanese audience. Bucket list. Did they run around so and excited about that? Did they like it? Oh, they loved Yeah, they Yay! loved it. Well, I mean, they're pretty reserved as an audience. But, you know, I mean, you know, it's, it's a little more reserved. And it's guy in suit, right? Nothing fancy. It's right? guy in suit. Oh. And in Godzilla Final Wars, if anybody wants to cut to the chase and just watch the one you need to, he literally fights every creature he's fought in all the other movies. Nice. They have like a giant battle oh. one, it's to like one, a to one to one to one. Kidra? Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody. Sample platter. Mega Godzilla? Yeah. Mechagodzilla. But no smog monster. Ah. Right? Did, no, oh. smog monster. No smog monster. Every one of them. Mothra? Mothra, absolutely. And I you know what? King Kong? He, no, no. Uh, they didn't go King that's Kong. That's the one they didn't go. But uh, he does fight the 1998 Godzilla, and he <laughs> oh, right. he blows its head right off. It's like a 15-second fight. It's just <laughs> seriously like a fuck you to the Did he ever fight Gargantuans? <laughs> Battle of the Gargantuans? Oh, no. He never that fought was a different movie. Yeah, but I don't I know if there was that. ever any cross. Was that going against giant people? No, they were just like there was a green and a brown one. They right? had two big hairy giants. Boogers. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Battle of the Gargantuas. <laughs> yeah. Don't know that one. Now that you start talking about him fighting things, I have so many things I'd like Godzilla to show up in their movie, like hobbits. I just wish Godzilla oh. would just show up well, in Hobbit movies. You yes. know, it's it's interesting you That'd say be that awesome. because the pro the thing I was a little upset about it. I'm glad they're making a good Godzilla. I'm a huge Godzilla fan. I just there it's just a unique joy these movies just watching them bring some sort of joy. But the thing was they did the 1998 Godzilla and and so they rebooted it and then it just went away. But then Japan kept making them and in each of those Godzilla of course is fighting another monster. And when they were going to make this one I was like if you reboot this thing only every 10 years then he's always got to fight Lex Luthor. Like it's like Superman's right. like oh he's going to fight Lex Luthor or Zod or whatever. But uh, but so I thought they were just going to do the Godzilla story, and he wasn't going to fight anyone unless this was a hit. But there's another monster in it. Is it? I mean, that's pretty exciting. Is it f the flying one? I don't think it's. I don't think it's anyone we know unless oh. it's like. I think be Rodan. Or Rodan is yeah. in it. Uh, the the giant pterodactyl, mm -hmm. and then that's there's a cool. thing called Muto, which is like a squid type creature type thing. Well, the the mm. mystery behind both him and the other monster, I think, is hilarious because if you watch the Fiat commercial, you get a real good shot of Godzilla. Yeah, like, like the whole trailer for the for the movie, they're hiding the monster. Yeah, and in then you watch a car commercial, commercial, and there's Godzilla. So, <laughs> so maybe there's a maybe there's yeah, that's a, the first time I saw him. Yeah, maybe there's a Volkswagen commercial where we see the beast he fights. I don't know. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> maybe halfway through, Dogzilla will show Dogs. up, and he'll fight Dogzilla and his stink breath. I can only hope not. There is one shot of Thank Las you. Vegas crumbling. Yeah. So chances are he goes to all the the places that we know like he'll go just yeah. just to just to do it he'll walk by mount rushmore but like take a swipe at it yeah. knock a couple faces <laughs> off would it be kind of neat though if he was going along and he just stepped on those people that hate fags like just in the general Westboro, just Westboro, walks Westboro, by that's yeah. why you want him to go to the hobbit yeah Shire, don't you? that's what i want to have happen. you want godzilla to go in other movies and destroy Step on them yeah they yeah. hate fags how do you feel about fags 
I'm, I'm a big fan of fags. No. I just think that it would be interesting. Did that guy's uh, funeral come and go? Without... Yeah, nobody did anything. Uh, they left well, it alone because they didn't yeah. want to be like him. For such an irony-soaked generation, that was I'm proud, really. I am, too. <laughs> I mean, they're all wearing mustaches they don't mean, but nobody went and protested <laughs> with the guy that protests funerals, right? <laughs> you don't mean that mustache. That's the most insincere mustache. <laughs> yeah. Now, one of the most uh, famous trademarks from Godzilla is the famous roar. Yes. It's as famous as Tarzan's scream or Bill O'Reilly's scream. <laughs> but it's received an upgrade for this movie, and we're wondering who was behind the modern spin on the old classic. That's why we're happy to introduce our next guest, the man responsible for giving Godzilla his menace. None other than Godzilla's vocal coach, oh. Chet Loudly, everybody. Chet hey, Loudly. Hey. It's been a while. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Karen, can you plug in my headphones? I just knocked them out with my wild uh, uh, motion there. Uh, Thanks, yes. Paul. Chet came from somewhere else. That's why he had to hurry and put on his I had to uh, run to the studio, and Adam, and Adam had to go uh, take a pee. Yeah, he'll be back in a second. <laughs> now, anyway, let me, let me ask you this. Uh, you've been the vocal coach to all manner of Hollywood stars. Oh, yes, I have. Yes, I've I've coached such luminaries as uh, King Kong, Cloverfield, and uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh. <laughs> but there's uh, not hope for everyone I work with. Uh, Shaquille still sounds like he was awoken at the bottom of the ocean by an atomic test. Wow. <laughs> and, of course, the, the star of this week's movie, Godzilla. Right? I'm proudest of my work with Godzilla. So oh. how was he to work with? Oh, well, before or after lunch. <laughs> <laughs> the real problem with Godzilla was breaking him out of some old habits. I brought some clips of our session, and uh, perhaps I can walk you through my process. Oh, okay. Well, let's uh, play the first clip here. Here we go. As you can hear, he's clearly not in the right headspace. Um, mm, all right. That's important. Oh, very important for a creature with a brain the size of a pea. <laughs> The first thing I did was have him work on his backstory. You know, what's his journey? Oh. And I think you can hear this internalized with this next recording. Okay. Yeah, he feels much more centered in that one. Yeah, much more confident, yeah. but lacking emotion, as, uh, as I think everybody here can tell. Yeah, he, sure. seems, he seems distant. That was yeah. obvious. Yeah. So my next technique was to get him to internalize his goal. You know, what's his want? And, and what was that? Stomp Tokyo. Oh. <laughs> so let's just listen to his third try with his goals internalized. Oh, this is exciting. Uh, uh. Uh. Can you tell? Uh, yeah, little. yeah. Well, the interest in the interest of playing along, yes. <laughs> but I felt Godzilla was lying to himself a little. That there had to be a reason he wanted to stomp Tokyo. You know what was his why? What did he arrive at? He wanted to smash Tokyo because he felt it was a part of him, and what he really hated was himself. <gasps> That's deep, Chet. And it shows. <laughs> Can you, can you tell the depth? Well, it yeah. seemed longer. longer yeah, Hollywood longer. seems to confuse that with depth. <laughs> exactly. Yet, I still felt lacking character. Anybody else? Mm -hmm. uh, right. so, see if you can tell. Could you, could you play it again? Uh, no. So I asked Godzilla, <laughs> gods, and we were developing a rapport enough for nicknames at this point, this stepping on towns, taking military fire, getting zapped by power lines, who are you really doing this for? Now, I promised I would never tell, but he said... So that seems like a great one. But it wasn't quite there. It lacked passion. Oh. Well, congratulations, Chet. You've done it again. No, no, no. No, no, hold on. I had him imagine oh. he was murdering the massive population and giving that roar to the father that left him. Uh -huh. And my work was done. 
That's terrific, Chet. Well, once again, you've given us insight behind the scenes of a major motion picture. What's next for you? Well, next I'll be helping coach the voice of Skull Raven, the villain in J.J. Abrams' Star Wars episode. Oh, shit, confidentiality agreement. Um, Well, at least I didn't say what episode it was. All right, well, that was Chet Loudly, everybody. There you go. Oh, it's a... Wow, there's... Oh, Jesus, they love Chet. <laughs> That's enough, Chet. Wow. We, we've had him in before. He was doing, um, I think he was doing Tommy Lee Jones. He was Tommy Lee Jones. Telling us how to learn. Oh, Tommy yeah. Lee Jones. Yeah. You got to yeah, talk real short. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not talking the way like Tommy Jones talks. Yeah. yeah. You got to get a lot of words out. You don't have a lot of time to do it. Because yeah. you got to get back to the star of the movie. Yeah, I was afraid he was going to lose clientele, but he's he's transitioned nicely into giant irradiated lizards. Irradiated monsters, yes. And there's never a, le- a lack of those. Well, hey, if nothing yes. else, we bring we bring guests. Yeah. <laughs> now, in our next film of the weekend... What did I miss, guys? <laughs> hey, Adam, good to have you. We're going to talk about uh, our next film of the weekend. John Hamm goes all slum dugout millionaire Ooh. as he searches for the next great major league baseball pitcher in India. Karen, let's talk about Million Dollar Arm. Million Dollar Arm is a movie that's as American as apple pie, baseball, reality shows, and John Hamm's penis. Yeah, hey, penis looks great. Oh, thanks, Jack. Here's two. <laughs> <laughs> Million Dollar Arm tells the story of J.B. Bernstein, played by John Hamm, a sports agent who loses his number one player when J.B. is unable to offer more money, hookers, and drugs than the competition. Let's play a clip. Show you the money. <laughs> that, that's so good. Show me the money. Show me the money. Yes! Louder! Show me the money! Yes, it's Jerry Maguire goes to India. You've been greenlit! <laughs> Major League Baseball has long been criticized for taking advantage of the impoverished talents of Latin and Cuban players. So in this movie, America's pastime sets its sights on an even more destitute population of wannabe baseball players to exploit. No, not the Chicago Cubs. India. <laughs> <laughs> this is a story of how two lowly AT&T customer service representatives are transformed into two major league pitchers, Rinku and Dinesh. Million Dollar Arm. Oh, I see. It's a sequel. Mm. So when do they lose the use of their arms in a horrible accident and Clint Eastwood has to cut them off? <laughs> Paul, Paul, you're off on that. I'm sorry. Like most every non-Godzilla movie out this week, it's based on a true story. Let's hear an interview with actual sports figures whose lives inspired this film. Why are you trying to come back? Why have you done it? Back to the plot. <laughs> Having lost his star clients, faced with going out of business and desperate for a solution, JB does something that's actually hard to believe. He watches a cricket game. Oh. <laughs> An Indian cricket game. Oh. That must air on ESPN 20 after Nepalese lacrosse. Well, thank God he didn't lean on the clicker and end up on QVC <laughs> and recruit a Flavorstone five-piece everyday cookware set to pitch for the Pirates. When JB wakes up after a brief nap during hour three of the exciting cricket match, <laughs> JB witnesses a cricket pitcher with an amazing arm. A million-dollar arm, one might say. <laughs> then he does the most American thing he can. Exploit a foreigner for television ratings. Yes. Now, in a movie that Don Draper would have fired himself for, JB creates a show called Million Dollar Arm. Maybe because the title, World's Fastest Indian, was already taken. The two reality contestants proved that they were not in the contest to make friends. I didn't come here to make friends. I'm not here to make friends. I'm not here to make friends. I'm not here to make friends. I ain't here to make no friends. I'm not here to make friends. I'm not here to make friends. I'm not here to make friends. 
<laughs> the two win a trip to America where things go from feel good to feel great with a little fish out of water culture shock. As the boys crocodile Dundee their way across modern day America, they marvel at the elevators, computers, and white woman living next door, and they yearn for the open sewers of India while exploring downtown. The white woman next door is played by Lake Bell, who had John Hamm at Hello. It also stars Aziz Ansari and Cal Penn. No, it doesn't. Well, it should. Either way, Bruno Mars looks good in this. That's not him. Well, fuck it. The point is, the movie also stars Alan Arkin, so I'm going to go. Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin. Jamie, could you look up the actual name of the two actors who play the the pitchers? Great arms. If you could, because I got, I give a shout out to one of them. He looks like Bruno Mars. I think it's Brian and Steve. Brian and Steve, the AT&T customer service representatives. Yeah, they did. That's their real name. Their fake name is Rinku and Dinesh. Oh, I want to tell you, one time Paul and I were trying to do something with um, getting insurance after, I guess, like a Cobra thing, whatever. But the trick was we had been working for a really big company, and so they were saying that we weren't eligible. So I had to call customer service, and it was someone over in India. And the greatest thing happened. The guy had his accent, and he was being very lovely. But he said, where do you live? And I said, Burbank. He goes, in California. I said, yes. He goes, oh. Do you know Hollywood? And do I, I know Hollywood? Do I know Hollywood? Oh, and he God. was so cute because all of a sudden he was no longer this person who didn't connect with me. And now he connected with me. And I said, I do. I live right in Hollywood. And I told him a little bit about it. And I said, so I don't understand why we're getting denied. He goes, well, let me go and look. And so he went onto a screen he's not supposed to go onto. Denied? Who said denied? He, and he read me what it said. And I said, can you, can you send that to me? And he goes, I'm not allowed to, but I can read it slower. So uh, I wrote down uh, what he said. And then, you know, whatever, I went through the process, used those words to defend ourselves, and we got what we wanted. Like, wow. we got our, our insurance, you know, extended or whatever. But because he goes, do you live in Hollywood? Do you know Hollywood? Do you know Hollywood? Personally. How cool yeah. is that? So, thank you, Dinesh. <laughs> Steve. Steve. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> Dinesh. I Dinesh. I'm Dinesh. sorry, Dinesh. 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 <laughs> who are the guys, Jim? It's Suraj Sharma. Suraj Sharma. And Medher Mattel. That guy, Medher Mattel, was, like was in, the one that looks like Bruno Mars. He was in Slumdog Millionaire. He played the brother. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. So that's I wanted to shout that. out to him because that dude's really good in that movie. So I imagine he'll be good in this one, too. Yeah, and then and, and I, I knew at the time, like Slumdog Millionaire, you're like, I don't know if these guys are, like, you know, it could be one of those movies where everybody loves them for that day, but then they don't get cast in anything else. Like, you see that happen with some European films. And so it's good to see he's in something yeah, else. Yeah, Dev Patel crossed over. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, was a newsroom. Newsroom. But um, so, yeah, this guy's still playing a, a guy in India, probably works a ton in India. We'll see if he works more in Hollywood because <gasps> he was really good. Do you think they're going to break out into Bollywood numbers with John Hamm? Oh, yes. There better God, be. I hope so. <laughs> Everybody works when Oh, they're... and Kristen, Be- what's her name? Is it not Kristen Bell? Lake Bell. Lake, Lake Bell would look so Bell. cute in one of those she outfits. Is so cute. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That'd be cute. Supposedly she lives in my neighborhood. Shut up. She's awesome. Go yeah. hang out with her. I want, I want a sighting of that. Yeah. Right? She's and let's just nice. give her a little Very shout out pretty. to a movie that's un- probably not going to get as much attention, but her movie was great. Yeah, in a world. In a world. Yeah. That movie should probably, you know, get seen over this movie. So if you're thinking about going to see this because you like her, go see In a World. Well, I remember when we watched the trailer for this movie, we immediately started talking about, and probably on my prompt, the classic Kurt Russell Disney movies of the right. 70s. Yeah, this is yeah. such a Disney movie, right? Yeah, this, this is like one of those feel good. It says from the producer of Miracle, so they want you to, you know, feel good in, in a sports movie. Yeah. But, man, I just, I, I, I wish there America. was something 
compatible today to those Kurt Russell movies. You mean the computer wore... The computer wore tennis, tennis shoes, shoes, the barefoot executive, the strongest man in the world. These are fantastic movies. Who was the kicking mule, the football... Francis. Francis. Gus, the football Gus. kicking oh, mule. Gus. Was that Kurt Russell? I don't think it was I Kurt think Russell. It was no, but it was Disney, Danza. wasn't it? Yeah, it was Disney. Was that? Was that Tony Danza? <gasps> Maybe. Jamie? That would be awesome in Did so he, many ways. He didn't play yeah. Gus. Jamie? Jamie. You know, <laughs> some things I always ask Jamie people, keeps us on track. I always ask guests what that cable movie is that they only know because cable played the shit out of it. Like, cable played it over and over and yeah. over. And the one is the, I think it's the world's fastest man, or uh, but it's the guy from Airwolf. We were talking about it. Oh, I can't yeah. Jim Michael Vincent. Jim Michael Vincent. And they get him from the jungle, and he goes, and, and he, he can beat a cheetah. And, the, and I saw this movie every week. Every time it was like always played on Saturday mornings for like months on HBO. Like whenever I was at my dad's, who had HBO. We Everywhere. actually called the Indian kid in my high school the computer that wore tennis shoes because he was really smart. Kidding? <laughs> <laughs> that would actually happen. You've been yeah, silly. Say that would make sense. See what happens is Kurt Godzuki. Russell's touching the computer Godzuki. when it's hit by lightning, <laughs> yeah, and then the all the smarts dude. of the computer go into yeah. Kurt Russell. So you think he's a genius, but he's not. He's just, <laughs> He's just temporarily a genius, and so they yeah. sign him up for the quiz. Um, those movies are fucking great. I gotta watch these. <laughs> you have Gary to watch Grimes. them. I, you know, what? Gary Grimes. Gary Grimes was your lead Gary in Grimes. Gus? Gary Grimes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, like Don Knotts and Tim Conway. I thought it was Tony Oh, you kidding me? The Apple Dumpling Gang, Mr. Hot Lipid, Cold Feet. Um, those, oh, the, cat award, the Cat from Outer Space, oh. Unidentified Flying Oddball. These are great movies. That Cat. Mountain. The cat that Escape, beat up that yeah. dog today might have been the cat from outer space. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That darn cat. That darn oh. cat. Do you want Marlo to Thomas? No. Shaggy DA. Shaggy yeah. DA. Shaggy DA. Oh yeah. I'm out. They should have done Dogzilla. <laughs> they will. You go they the will. Shit. <laughs> Let's hope. Matter of time till Disney property set. <laughs> it's amazing that I was just uh, was I've been watching all the Disney animated movies, starting over with like Snow White and watching a lot of documentaries and stuff like that. It's kind of amazing. Like when Walt Disney was making animated movies. Nobody was. Obviously, he made the first one. And then the only one every year that came out for forever. And then uh, we, and we talked about when Bears came out, that Disney nature, that was like the first nature documentaries. Nobody was doing that. Mm -hmm. And then those kids' movies, like nobody was making kids' movies. It's a, it's a, just like Disney was on top of all of those things. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. You got Oscars back then, too. I mean, they, they knew it was innovative when he did it. Now, this brings up an interesting point. We had dinner with Michael a couple days ago, and he was all bothered that Snow White had a star on the Walk of Fame. That's some What bullshit. about Godzilla? Godzilla has one too. Yeah. Does yeah, Godzilla have one? Yeah. Yes. All right. I, I saw can that. get behind that. <laughs> now, was it Snow White specifically or just a non living ca no, it, character? It said Snow White. And, I'm and thinking that bothered of, you? I'm thinking of all the black people who don't have stars <laughs> and they have the nerve to sit there and like, number one, she didn't even exist. She's fake. <laughs> <laughs> she, she ain't a real person. You that's know, like, I can that's agree. Like, that's like Rocky statue in Philadelphia. That's a fake person, but they don't respect Joe Frazier. He goddamn from Philadelphia. Oh, no shit. <laughs> Wow. There ain't no statue of Joe Frazier. They throw bananas at him and shit. Down goes. How Frazier. do you feel about the Rugrats star? <laughs> that pissed me off too. I, at that point, I just shook my head. I spit on it and shook my head. I was like, all right. Next next one I found was a blank one, and I put the Hater Nation sticker on it. That's nice. the blackest thing you're gonna find on that sidewalk. <laughs> Besides that hobo who was singing them Prince songs. Well, that happened. How often do you make it out to good? LA? Yeah, yeah. Not that often. Not that yeah. often. No. Have you ever done? 
Well, let's get deep with MC a little oh, bit. Yes. Talk a little more about. Tell us about the Hater Nation. The Hater Nation is a comedy entertainment podcast. About two years old. We were great friends. We are great friends with the uh, with the movie guys. We brought we're the them movie on guys early on. <laughs> early on, we early didn't know on. what to expect. Didn't yeah. know, but we appreciate the love that you showed us. We showed love back to you. We are found every week at thehaternationshow.com. It's myself, MC, along with BA and Ali. Triple threat. You won't forget. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> he just came Rick in Flair, and, and dropped Rick, it down like the rock. Yeah, a little Ric yeah. Flair yeah, action at right? the end there. Woo. That's uh, how you rock the mic. Some people, are, some people do mic. it NPR style. <clears throat> <laughs> You've got the uh, the rock style. Right. And, That's and, how we do And you find yourselves on, uh, thanks to uh, MC, we are now on WBAD.net. Mm-hmm. And because yeah, we're on WBAD.net, cool. we are now on JonasMountRadio.com yes. as well. So cool. It's because these guys liked uh, having us on and they helped us out. Yeah. So, yeah, you thank were, you. You were for the longest time. And I think you still are the longest reigning guest of the Hunter Nation. You come <laughs> on a lot. That's because you like <laughs> to the hot chick with the fake boobs that oh. we have on every now and then. You guys are like one and two. Back I understand. And forth, back and we forth. understand. And we only yeah. call in. If she called yeah. in, she wouldn't be there as much. <laughs> Not <Yeah>. at all. <laughs> Not nearly. MC. Hey, and <laughs> see, I've been trying to get the hot chick with baked boobs on this show. I can't tell you how long. Oh, man. You come out with me. We'll find one <laughs> oh, for you. He's in charge of that. Whenever no. we needed a hot girl for our stage show with big fake boobies, he totally would uh, do it. He turned into Mr. Nice. Casting. Well, you, yeah. 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 Mr. Casting. He Reset would go photo. pick them up at their house and make sure they drove to the show, and he would make sure they got and there. And regretted that a few times. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's an offer you got to be careful when you make. Do you need yeah. a lift somewhere? Because you just don't know where you're going to go. And she says Statically. yes, and it's Tarzana. Yeah. So. yeah, you keep driving, and you start getting worried. <laughs> like, the streetlights go out, and you're yeah. like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> and you don't ever stop at a stro- stoplight. You know that, right? You do a California roll. You oh, just absolutely. roll a little yeah. bit. Go, yeah. roll, roll. <laughs> She'll even tell you, don't stop. Why are you stopping? <laughs> so you guys, uh, did you start, like, hating on stuff? Was that your kind of your I thing? I mean, the thing with I know you, you kind of softened, softened a little we're bit, very, right? No, no, we no? still hate. We still, we're still wild He hates what do you Snow hate? White. We hate Snow White. We hate Will Smith. We hate Godzilla. We hate everything. What do you hate about Will Smith? Oh, my God. Except what for this last movie hate, he did. What's not to hate about Will Smith? The fact that every single movie that is in America, Will Smith had a part in it, according to Will Smith? <laughs> <laughs> he turned that down. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, he down. I was going to be in the Matrix. I was going to be Superman. I was going to be Captain America. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just hate. be happy doing what you do, whatever it is. Do and whatever it is, I hate it. <laughs> but now but now we love his kid or so I'm told. Yes, do we love his kid? I hate his kid. (laughs) I got a press release. I wish I could go back in time and be a young kid and whoop his kid's ass. Ooh, Terminator style. Exactly. Back in time to prevent Jaden Smith. It's like a cycle and shit. Adam and I I ran into Jaden at Earth. Cafe, right? Cafe, yeah. It's a great CNBC. Yeah, so we're sitting at Earth Cafe at at a a seat looking through the front window in up pulls this Porsche, and in, fr- in front of it, this huge Escalade. And you can tell they're, they're together. And this Porsche is taking like 20 minutes to back into a spot that's twice as big as the car. <laughs> and out of it rolls a kid that looks from the passenger seat that looks like Jaden Smith, and then some other just kind of nerdy little white dude on the driver's side, right? Yes. And so Adam and I are looking at this kid. We're thinking, that looks like Jaden Smith. Did he have a worried look on his face? Like, I can't even do it. It's like, it's like this. That was yeah. our first clue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, right? So Adam gets his phone out and starts looking at pictures of James, and we Ooh. find a picture. Quickly, huh? You yeah. had that already saved. <laughs> <laughs> we find a picture of him wearing exactly what he's wearing. Yeah, <laughs> getting out of the car. Total like, outfit. Oh, it was that fast. 
Bingo. No, no, no. I'm no, just, no. He'd obviously Bookmark. worn that look Bookmark. before. Uh, <laughs> I thought that it was so fast with the paparazzi. Yeah, they already posted too. it. it, was, it was and there's Adam in the background looking at his phone. <laughs> Bookmarked right next to my page of Lake Bell nude in that HBO TV Yay. show. You run into movie stars and stuff like that in the D.C. area? No, not at all. No? Because I've seen you guys post with like sports stars. And sports stars every now and then. And from time to time, folks who come to cons. There's an awesome con that just happened in D.C. But sports stars. Yeah, typically we do sports stars. So. Do, you, do, you, do you ever, like, talk about politics and then hear shit back from anybody? Well, Ali, Ali is a staunch fake Republican. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll claim it like that because you know, he claims he hates Obama. He's all about the Constitution. But if you go, like, one extra question with him, he gets really quiet. So it's like, <laughs> all right. So you watch the first so five minutes of Fox News and then you just turn it off uh, to watch porn. So basically he's not a tea partier. No, he's not a tea okay. partier. He's not a tea partier. Does he carry the Constitution with him? He's one of those guys, he's a cause head. You know, like, uh-huh. he'll find whatever Republican cause there is and just grab onto it with both hands. <laughs> but like I said, you ask him that second question, he's just like, right. shut up, I hit Obama. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. I right. only got these talking points I'm working with. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, we're going to go through, uh, else. let's go through Obamacare. It sucks. It's stupid. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Why? Because it's dumb. Yeah, yeah. It's dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> Stupid. Is it weird to be in a city full of politicians? No, I don't see them. Oh, you don't you at all? It's, it's, not like, it's not like LA where you, or, and New York where you walk around and like some celebrities walking by you. Like They don't walk around with a sash that says, oh, I'm a politician. Thank you God. don't pay no, attention. You don't, yeah, you Unless like, it's Al Franken, good. you don't know who it is. And you have, yeah, yeah. Al Fra- and you're not, you don't know who Al Franken is because he's a politician. You, you know, know because Al, he's a comedian. He's a celebrity. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Do you ever run into Bill? Clinton? Just the bill. Just like a oh, bill. just the bill. A little tummy, <laughs> that little fat bill. Yeah, is he just sitting on the steps? The cartoon is sad. Just sad. They're going to vote you in, Bill. No, no, I don't see no. any of that. Okay. No. I don't even go near D.C. I actually don't even. I'm, I live outside of D.C. Do you so. like all the D.C. sports teams? Or I, I'm a Redskin fan. Yeah. True, true and blue. Uh, the Nats, I, I could care less. D.C. baseball really sucks. The Wizards, everyone else in the world seems to like the Wizards suddenly. I remember when they sucked ass. <laughs> so when they sucked ass, I hated them. I can't simply like a team suddenly because they got good. I can't simply <laughs> wearing my freshly pressed for models with the crease still from the fold wizard shirt talking about D.C. rising. Wait a minute. When I can't name the starting five of the goddamn team. You don't want to like a team just because they're doing well? No, I do not do that. That sucks. Pff, Yankee fan. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> That's all Yankee fans do. do. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, Yankee fans are people that just don't ever want to lose. Like, yeah, they're, they, they can't they, handle it. Well, the problem is they're, they're sure they're going to win every year. It's an elitism that I don't like. Yeah, with yeah. The Yankee it fans. takes no character to root for the Yankees. If you get behind the Wizards, you get behind the Wizards, then yeah. you know. That's worth rooting for because they're not get, supposed to win. It was get behind the wizard when there were five people in the stands. <laughs> Don't get behind the wizard when it's all full of people wearing their bright red creased shirts like I just told you. <laughs> Don't watch it when they were winning 14 games and they were sucking ass and they were drafting Muggsy Bogues and Manute Bowl and they thought that was interesting. <laughs> when they thought people were, oh, people would come to watch that. People, i go to the circus. It's cheaper. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Manute Bowl and Muggsy Bogues run around. God, what the fuck are you talking about? Muggsy Bogues? I've watched Muggsy Bogues. I'm not watching Muggsy But uh, again, only as a. That just seems show. like somebody that would in, be in that TV show. And he's like four feet tall. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's smaller than you. Now, who was the miniature version of Muggsy Bogues when, but, when no, uh, they Muggsy had, Bogues, uh, Bogues. you know, a Scrappy Doo and all that? He had I a know, smaller right? version. Muggsy, right? yeah. <laughs> he sounds like he's in Boardwalk Empire. Scrappy Bogues. <laughs> Scrappy yeah. Bogues. Scrappy Bogues. What do you make of. The whole Redskins thing, if you're your favorite team, the, the whole, they're trying to change the name of the oh, team. Oh, it's a is bad it, word. It's, 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 to me, it's a slur. Fine, it is. It is. But you know what? If Native Americans got together and actually voiced their concerns, because every now and then you'll have, like, this group say, oh, we, we're fine with it. You know, we don't care. Like, Seminoles are fine with it because they get money. 
You know, they get money from it. The Redskins, like, people, no one can actually put their finger on the fact that is it a racial slur? Because some people are like, yes, it is. Well, where's your proof? I don't know. That was my, my grandmama's grandma. My grandmama told me. It's like, well, that's not proof. I need to see it on, on paper that Redskins was a racial slur. If they believe it, it's fine. But if white people, sorry, the people in this room, if <laughs> white people are sitting there saying Guilty. it's a bad word, you can't sit there and claim what's a bad word for another for another race the other race has to tell you it's a bad word and right now in the native american culture the native american community they're split on it they don't know if it's a bad word some are like it is a bad word some are not it's not a bad word so where do you go jury's out still jury's out then the jury's out then the teams are redskins yeah. Until someone uh, says there is a bad word, move it. Then as a liberal, I love telling minorities what to do. Exactly. So we're changing it whether you like it or not. Exactly. Because it makes or not. me feel better. Because yeah. it makes me feel better. We're changing it whether you think it honors you or not. Yeah. Take that, Miami Redhawks. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get back to films and talk yes. about uh, your favorite movie of all time. I love ensemble movies. So I love anything like 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 us sitting here mm-hmm. is a great movie. We are I like, you I like love August Osage County, up high or Anchorman. Wait, what <laughs> happened? That's an ensemble movie. What August Osage County? They sit around a table just like this. I eat your fucking a, fish. He's more of a big chill guy, I think. <laughs> oh, all right. Breakfast Club. <laughs> I'm trying to guess. Y'all just keep throwing white movies out. Uh, <laughs> Best Man's Holiday. Oh, no, oh, that's what it is. Best Man's Holiday. Put a pin in that. We're going to come back to that. <laughs> Go favorite movie first. No, I love no, so I'm a Cannonball Run guy. I'm a Goonies oh. guy. I'm a Sandlot guy. I'm a Monster Fun. Squad guy. Right. I'm anything. I'm a Magnificent Seven guy. Uh. I'm anyone when you bring a bunch of motherfuckers oh. together for one big purpose. One of the movies I just saw the other day, I was in the gym. Can't you tell? I was in the gym <laughs> over at the hotel and Tropic Thunder was on. Oh, I oh. love Tropic Thunder. I love Tropic Thunder. It's so great. The greatest line is when Burchell, they're in the woods. They're in the, the, the bush. The shit. The shit. Uh, and they're walking, and Burchell's talking about the Blu-ray versus high-def DVDs, <laughs> and Robert Downey Jr. is like, shit, you were talking to me the whole time? Like, <laughs> that, I'm sitting there lifting weights, and I drop the weights, and I'm laughing still, because it's just a funny fucking line. That's, that, really that's one of my favorite movies. It's just a group of talented Bamas all together. Bamas is an East Coast word. Y'all don't know about Bamas. No. What's I guess a Bama? you would say Mark Busters. That's what you would say out here in the West Coast. Mark Busters. A whole bunch of Busters getting together, just having a good time. This is the end. Another one of those great movies. Yeah. Pineapple Express, another one of those great movies. They're recent, but I still love them. Even the old stuff. Anyone, anything that's old with a bunch of people, even It. The TV movie It. I loved it because it was a bunch of motherfuckers together for a cause. That's what it was. Do you like Band of the Hand? Band in the Hand? What the f- Band of the hey, Hand. It's a bunch a- of guys that get together to do a heist or something. So they Michael all different Mann skills. Michael Mann produced an action movie from the 80s. It's really good. I didn't know Directed that. by yeah, Paul Michael totally Glazer. Your kind of thing. Edited by Stephen Rivkin. Well, yeah. I didn't know that much you about it. Movie guys, but it's huh? a good movie. <laughs> I'm not the movie guy. Friend of the friend of the show. Re- yeah, it <laughs> is. Family of the Best friend of the boy show. was John Smith. Uh, <laughs> Love hey, his you, work. Now, how excited were you when you heard that Tarantino's next movie was going to be a Western and a group Western called The Hateful Eight? I loved it. How cool is that? I thought he was doing a movie about us. Ah, the Hater Nation 8. <laughs> we will be doing promos on that. The HaterNationShow.com advanced screens. You know we're going to have that stuff. Which they won't make. Yeah, that's the script right. that got leaked. Yeah. Oh, do, you, so. do you guys get in to see uh, movies in the in the theater, like yes. ahead of time and stuff yes. like that? Yes, yeah, yes. See, we, we don't do have it. We, we yeah. just talk trailers. We do a lot of advanced screens, and if you check out the movieguys.net, wherever you find them, you'll see a couple of to and from movie mm-hmm. reviews that we did for the movie guys. Yeah. We did Pacific Which, Rim. Awesome. We did. Um, this the, is the end. This is the what end. What was the one love. that you were late they for? They took a bullet. They took a bullet. What's the what's the fake last Starfighter movie? Uh, <gasps> Ender's Game. Ender's Game. Uh, Otherwise yeah. known as last bad last Starfighter. Yeah, Perfect. we we they showed were late. up. They didn't let us in the theater because we were black. <laughs> 
No, you were late. Because we were black. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and I was late. B.A. was actually on time for once. He was actually on time. Oh, then he God. took a bullet and went to see Divergent. I'm yeah, yeah, so bless. He did. He did fall on the sword yeah. for us on that because the entire time, and you check it once again, Divergent to and from on the hater, the movie guys, not the hater guys, the oh. movie guys. Yeah, and it's on your okay. site too, right? You're better just, than yeah, it's on our site. I love that you do to and froms because we started that format. We've done, we've done a couple, but you guys have done more than we have at this yeah, point. We recently, do more. yeah. It's very hard because we're very, we're not reliant. We're very. He was. We had dinner together the other day, and he said the one thing you can count on from Hater Nation is they're not reliable. Yeah, <laughs> I've already got. Te- I already got text this morning from Ali. I got a wedding. I can't go on the show Saturday. B. I'm out of town. I can't go on the show Saturday. Well, fuck it. I guess I'm by myself. Have a good show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when does your show air? We should tell everybody. Well, we uh, we record on Saturday nights. We record Saturday nights from Doggone Natural Studios in Leesburg and Ashburn, Virginia. They're our host studio. He's going to reach over. I'm talking to the camera. Camera, like, really, like, cameraman, look at me. <laughs> I but, become unstuck. No, from Doggone Natural Studios, if you love right. organic, natural dog and cat food, check out <laughs> Doggone Natural. Those are all boys. What God, I want to start doing that. I want to start having a sponsor that I have to talk you gotta about. got to get sponsored. Well, we do it every Saturday. Usually the shows are available Sunday night, but Jonas Mount, you go to Jonas Mount Radio. We're available noontime on Monday. So that's when it comes out. Noontime Mondays. Also, just come to us. Check us out. TheHaterNationShow.com. We're on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, all sorts of shit. If we're not on it, tell us. We'll get on it. Cool thing about Jonas Mount Radio, I found out because our first show aired there last week, then he will then podcast the show. So you can yes. go to your page on Jonas Mount Radio. Um, and that's J-O-N-A-S-M-O-U-N-T Radio.com And uh, our last week's show is there too. Yeah, We Real found out last on week demand. on the air That we were on that It was very exciting oh, for yeah. all of us. Cool. I didn't tell everybody tell <laughs> <you>. <laughs> We were like we are yeah. Is we're Jonas the, Mount the name of a place? Is that a town it's or something? That's his name. It's a name of a very, oh, a uh, a very uh, entrepreneurial guy. Oh, yeah, cool. Jonas just put a, oh. he put a whole thing together. He's yeah. got talk. He's got sports. He's got you know, oh, all cool. sorts of stuff. He's got got, got good taste, apparently. Yes, exactly, obviously. And you can find us there Thursdays at 6 Eastern, uh, Thursday out here six. on the coast. Um, now, look, I'm not going to lie. We, uh, we, we, we don't have enough diversity in our guests here on the showcast. This is nothing we do on purpose. No, we put out requests. People not, respond. Really, Donald in, Sterling? In no. 50 shows. Oh, what do you make of that? <laughs> oh, what do you yeah, make yeah, of that yeah. guy? Well, he's an idiot. I don't think there's anything to make anymore. He's going to put it There's really nothing to make. Honestly, what oh, we said on the Hater Nation show. Oh, well, after we said on the Hater Nation show, this is a man who, an 81-year-old man who years ago, by the U.S. Department of Justice, not some old ragtag <laughs> Judge Judy bullshit, the U.S. Department of Justice sued this man for racial discrimination, and the NBA did nothing about it. He's recorded saying he don't want his whore to hang out with black people. Like, Honestly, I can step outside of here. I can step outside of Ashburn, Virginia, where Doggone Natural is there. I can step outside of Loudoun <laughs> County. I can step outside of Virginia, the Mid-Atlantic, the East Coast, the United States, where there's guys who don't want their mama, their daughter, their sister, their grandmama, their auntie to hang out with black guys. So what exactly did Donald Sterling say that was so bad? Right now, I'm saying right now, what he said in this situation right now isn't all that bad. What he did before, oh, that see. was bad, and mm-hmm. he didn't do anything about it. But now because some whore... Records him. It's just like talking crazy talk at 81 years old. What old white 81 year old man don't think that? <laughs> I'd be shocked if he was like, I love black people. I'm like, right, there's something wrong with you doing experiments in your basement. <laughs> it's like winning the Oscar for the next movie you make. 
That's what that is. Yeah. They, they should have gotten after him whenever he was completely at the height of his racism. Yeah, when he was at the height, they trust me. Yeah. I've, heard, I've, I've heard firsthand some horrible things that this man has done in the past. Oh, I heard that he would take women into the locker room and show off his men, the the players, when they're showering, going, "Look at how straight, uh, look how strong I've heard they the are." Same exact. Look thing. at their bodies. How I don't know, like, their like bodies. showing their teeth and shit. Look it was showing, weird. Showing all their strumps are. Yeah, all Though as I said that, it kind of was hot. Yeah, you, but in a different way. I was, I was like, "Ooh, I wish I was there." You're thinking okay. Tay Diggs in the shower, and Stella got <laughs> how Stella got his groove back. Uh, listen, well, we need to get now some that's perspective. That's a good black movie. Stella got a groove back. Well, that's what I want to talk about. Is it? See, now up yes. till now, we've only been able to bring our Lily White sensibilities to some of these movies out there. But you have a term called the BBM. BBMs, right? right. And tell us what that is. BBMs are bad black movies. <laughs> you know, sometimes you'd watch a movie where the and entire Wait, 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 wait. How are you using bad? Bad. No, <laughs> okay. bad isn't bad. Not okay. bad meaning good. Because <laughs> I, I, I just want to make sure I wasn't being out hit. No, that's true. Yeah. Jackson bad or... Yeah. I don't know exactly what Michael bad. Jackson bad was. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. He His bad turned a corner light and skin became... With a, light skin with a curl wearing leather. I'm not exactly sure what that is. <laughs> I'm sure it's not good. <laughs> He's got a new album out. Is You know what? what? I give yeah. credit. I've heard a lot of the songs. It is nice. Oh, yeah. It's actually nice. <laughs> well, You're it's talking like about Bruno Mars. He actually smacks Bruno Mars in the face, and he takes wow. he takes his crown back. Oh, it's no very shit. Bruno Marsy, but when you realize it's Michael Jackson, you're like, God damn, that's Michael Jackson. Uh, yeah. All the big producers came out to yeah, like, fi- finish really up nice. some of his un- uh, lost tracks. It's some good stuff. All right, well, listen, tell me if the... Uh, and, and you guys, feel free, I got a list, but you oh, guys great. can throw out some uh, titles if you like. Tell us if these following movies are BBMs, and a little yes. segment we like to call Ask a Black Man. Yes. And in fact, you know what, guess what? You're asking half a black man. Just just so y'all know. I know y'all were wondering. <laughs> well, I won't finish any of my questions. <laughs> That's your porno That's slash... Our- Black, that's all we got. Blackula. All right, here we go. You this just is search black on your on your on your computer, and that's what came <laughs> yeah, up. That's what came up. <laughs> Excellent. I typed in black, and then that, that's <laughs> yeah. Um, that a picture of Yafet Koto. That's Ooh, what came up that's in my search. Black. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even see the screen and shit. Like, all right. So, bad black movie or not? Lottery ticket. Bad black movie. Oh yeah. Bad black movie. I mean, just the fact that they won the lottery. T- like, isn't it one of those where is Brian Hooks in this movie? I'm not sure. I think Brian Hooks is in this movie. But they win the lottery and all hell breaks loose. Oh, that's my phone. My phone that says Hitter Nation on it fell. <laughs> but yeah, bad black movie. And then what do you make of Bow Wow? Be- like, he was Lil Bow Wow. Now he's Bow Wow. It is bad black movie. The fact that you put Bow Wow as your st- as your star in a movie yeah. means you're catering to the yeah. lowest denominator. Sorry, Bow Wow, you suck. The Single Moms Club. Single, what's the single Tyler Perry's The Single Moms uh, Club. There you go. Thank there you. There you go. You have yeah. to leave oh, that yeah. proper title <laughs> on there. Anything Tyler Perry. Let me guess. He dresses up old black woman. Let oh, he's guess. not in it. This he's is not one in of, it? This is seri- well, he's in it, oh, but he, he, didn't he do plays that a guy. He didn't do that well. No, it's a serious he's not one. In it. You know, he's it's got like serious ones. The moms are coming together to support each other. He's like a boyfriend in it. Wait a minute. Is there a fat black woman in this movie who's sassy with an attitude? and she's got a hot boyfriend that she normally in real life wouldn't have. Ah, whatever. Terry Crews. She would never get ain't messing with no Terry Crews. You gotta be crazy. Mm-hmm. Belly. No. No. Good black movie. Really? GBM. Okay. Who's in the, Belly? The, the yeah. first five minutes, the the scene where they're robbing the club and they're wearing the white. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Steady. Are you ready? That's nice. I don't know okay. that movie. GBM. Belly. Check it out. Nas. Uh, DMX. Check it out. Good movie. Sounds like names of cars. Shout out to my boy CP. He loves that movie. He watches it every Memorial Day. Now, now Not t- in order. Tell me if this movie would be good. Tyler Perry's Belly. 
That would be, that would be awful. That'd okay. be awkward. Because right. now I'm thinking about the whole movie, how serious it is, and then suddenly there's like, what, Medea? Ooh, what you doing, baby? Eat my Popeye's chicken. Oh, that's a different black, sassy black woman. I'm sorry. I'm getting all sassy black women mixed up. What about Ghost Dad? Is that a black that's movie? That's a bad movie. That's a shameful movie. Bill Cosby should be ashamed of himself. That's when you have fu money. Like Donald Sterling has fu money where he mm-hmm. can just say shit and just be get on talk to Anderson Cooper and be like, "Magic Johnson has AIDS," and he just says stuff like that. That that's fu money when Bill Cosby's like, "I'll play Ghost Dad." Fuck it, <laughs> I got nothing else to do. How about Fat Beach? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Perry said. Oh, no. That's such a bad black movie. Based on a novel pushed by it's Sapphire. Are the, are the fat boys in that? You can tell no. a bad black no. movie by the bad cliches and the bad script writing. They just gave up sometimes. sometimes Soul Plane? Just, yes. That set black Is people that back 50 years. Oh. After I walked out of Soul Plane, they hit me with hoses. And German <laughs> I went back in time. I went back in time somehow. I walked out and they were just like, nigga, go home. Go home. Lights only phones. Lights right. only Wait, phones. I have a question. The I'm like, what the hell is a time machine? Is the help a black movie? The help. Which one's the help? It's a white movie about black people. Yeah. <laughs> where, where a white person helps the black yeah. people? Yeah. No, that's no. not because that's where not white people get to not feel guilty. Exactly. Because they help Wait, people. is the color purple a black movie? Because yeah. that's a great movie. A cla- you know what? Here's the problem, and I've always figured this out. There has never been a slave-based movie that's been reviewed poorly. Oh. No. Never. Oh. That's what that's the Hater Nation is going to do, because we're going to make a real bad slave movie. Because <laughs> either, either it's going to be the worst reviewed slave movie of all time, which will be the first, or it'll be a greatly reviewed slave movie, and then we'll become famous. Because what it's just a do? slave movie. Yeah, it'll yeah. just be a slave movie. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Do you think Medea would ever do a slave movie? Medea's. Like yeah. Tyler Perry's Medea's. Oh, master, movie. you better not hit me. Yeah. I'm going to get you. Yeah. Medea's cabin. Eat my chick. Oh, sorry. Wrong black woman. <laughs> Uh, Keep getting the mix what up. about the Honeymooners? Remember they remade the that with Mike yeah. Epps? And bad the, black wow. movie. Yeah, that's bad. just a bad idea. Yeah, I never saw it. Why did you? Just, why yeah. is the whole world got to be black? I understand the whole. Why can't we just look? I'm here. Mm-hmm. You here? Yeah, we here. We just having fun. Why has he got? You go walk into the Honeymooners suddenly, just like what's the golf movie? What uh, was the black Bagger Vance? What was, what was Black Caddyshack? Oh, Bagger Vance. Oh, no, no. Black Caddyshack. Legend of Bagger? Black Caddyshack. No, Black Cat. No, the Bagger Vance is another one of those movies with the old screwball. The smart, old, wise black teach man. Teach me, black man. Teach me. <laughs> teach I, me, old sagey black man. You know, like Will Smith was playing the Morgan Freeman character because Morgan Freeman obviously don't know how to play golf. So they were like, well, let's put Will Smith in there because he kind of fakes it like he plays golf. You know, you've got a good point, though, because I didn't grow up. I grew up in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of fucking rednecks. Um, you were happy about that. Uh, it was you fabulous. That. I loved That's it. A bunch of rednecks. <laughs> and uh, so I didn't know any black people firsthand. So not until I moved to Chicago did I meet black oh, people. Oh, you met a lot of them. And I met a lot of them. <laughs> and I would always listen and except, think that they knew a lot of things I didn't. Except if you watch Divergent because Divergent is filmed in Chicago. Chicago ain't no black no people. No black people. <laughs> Where'd all the black people go? Like I would get Be on concerned, the, black people. Be I concerned. I would get on the bus on the way to work and just look at the woman driving with the long nails and think, she's very wise. Because <laughs> I didn't know any better. I just thought all black people were very wise. You think she's very ratchet. You gotta <laughs> think. <laughs> I've seen... Who's your caddy? Who's your oh, caddy? Oh, caddy. Thank Jamie. Black caddy? That's black a fantastic How name. How can that be Caddyshack? Jamie. Oh. Well done. Very well done. Well done. Good research there. She typed in in Google, Black Caddyshack, and Who's Your Caddy came up. Or Bad Black Movie, didn't you? What did you search? <laughs> you, you searched yeah. Bad Black Movie, and that was there. Black, Black Golf Movie. Black Golf Movie. Golf movie. <laughs>
Yeah, I was like, looking. I was like, there's one. There's that one. You got that one. I was like, golf. I got love and basketball. I got the cookout. What about I, I got nothing. Baps? baps. Do you have baps? I have baps. Oh. baps. Boomerang. How does Holly Berry get any kind of credit in this town is beyond me after Baps. Because oh. no one saw Baps. Yeah, that's true. I don't know true. what that is. Exactly. And if they did. But she gets busy with Billy Bob and wins an Oscar. Hmm. I like that. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good one, Lee. Like what do you got? I liked I like it, too. Movie. I like that one scene. Uh, boomerang. Make me feel good. How about Boomerang? Good black movie. A good yeah, black movie. I like, I like Boomerang. Boomerang, you got, a, you got David Allen Greer, Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy. You got what? Johnny Witherspoon. You got a ton of great comedy. That's like Harlem Nights. That's like the new age Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights. People, white people, don't be scared. Get Harlem Nights. <laughs> Watch it. Oh, it's wait. funny. Back in the day, I loved Mo Better Blues. I loved... I didn't like Mo Better Blues. You didn't like... I love Mo Better Blues. Okay. That's what a bad black movie? I don't like watching jazz. I don't want to watch a movie about uh, jazz. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, I love the jazz aspect. Did you like all of the different um, Spike Lee movies? Like that really good one with the pizza place. Uh, Do the Right Thing? <laughs> she said Did you really like any of those? With the pizza place. I love that one. <laughs> I like do the right thing. I mean, all the Spikes movies have a message, have something. You got to get around all the bullshit, and you actually can look at it and appreciate for what it is. But what are some of the other BBMs that we got there? I got to be careful not to say BBCs because that's something whole different. Y'all know what it is when you listen to Hater Nation. Oh, oh. <laughs> BBMs. Okay. Set it off. Good movie. Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Yeah. I like Women Queen bank Tifa. robbers. That's pretty decent. That yeah. was a pretty decent. Even though Jada, Jada Pinkett's in it, and I don't like Jada Pinkett. Leprechaun uh, 2, Back to the Hood. That's a black movie? <laughs> I don't know. Back to the Hood. <laughs> what list do you have? Let's see what's <laughs> Leprechaun 2. I searched uh, black golf movie. It came right up. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 it is Scottish or Irish. <laughs> and the point where the point we're we're trying to to you know when we review Usually, stuttering. it's it's all <laughs> white people in, in here reviewing a Tyler Perry movie. And sure, you can make fun of Tyler Perry movies because they some of them suck. Yeah, or some all well. of them suck. <laughs> but I always feel really bad as a liberal making fun of a black movie. Oh, we do it all the time. Yeah, it's fun. It's you make fun of all movies, any yeah. movie. True. If your movies, if a movie's bad, a movie's bad. Don't be don't be ashamed. Don't be scared to say Tyler Perry, you suck. Don't say it. I'm looking right at the camera, too. Tell him where you suck. Now, does he suck Brian or is he, suck. is he just figured out how to make Great a shitload man. of money? He's yeah. got the angle. He's figured out the angle that people will soak it up. Black people will soak it up because it takes them back to that time when it was like Shelly Garrett having the old stage, the old plays, Mama, please don't smoke crack, or Mama, please don't eat the government cheese, all that kind of stuff. It's this whole same idea moved into a movie. You put a whole bunch of black people in it, and you're like, oh, this, these people are recognizable. I want to see them because I don't see them anywhere else. Or if I see them anywhere else, they're the first one to die. And doesn't he have you know? a stage show? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's yes. what and that's like the a whole ba- that was the started. origin. That was the origin of that. So he he moved that and kind of evolved it. It's brilliant, but in, in terms of an actual film and actual quality, it sucks ass. Oh yeah, we we've, we've seen I've, I've watched one, I don't know what it is, where he's in a parking lot. Oh, the he, parking lot. Yeah, and you can tell they just they didn't want to to, to shoot this more than once from one angle, <laughs> mm-hmm. so they just put the camera on a on a, on a crane, and they're just going to shoot the whole scene yeah. wide angle because they don't want to cut in. That's a whole other day of setting up and lighting. Yeah, we can't do yeah. that. And we don't got that kind her, of time. Use his voiceover. Yeah, yelling at other drivers yeah. as he yeah. Yeah, twenty minute shot. The biggest question we all have about Tyler Perry is: Is he gay? I. You know what? Not that it matters. I'm not that it matters, and not that it makes you a bad person. But I'm just curious. I've heard things. And I've heard other things. It would Should make I feel more guilty say. not liking his movie? That's what I'm saying. Should I feel more guilty? I don't know. He's a double so, minority. Be, be, I don't know. I can't, I can't prove anything, but I've heard a lot of stuff. I secretly hope he is. Now, here's yeah. an interesting thing. What do you think yeah. about, now, what was that movie, Alex Cross? Oh. I saw it. it. Mm-hmm. Now, now, this is interesting because... I have better film on my teeth. Thank you. Oh. 
<laughs> that movie, first of all, was brought to you by General Motors. Did you notice that? No, like, no, oh. I never saw it. <laughs> oh, you never saw it? I think you're the only one in this room that's seen I it, Lee. I actually saw Alex Cross. Yeah. What bet did you lose? Oh, man. Who well, tied I, you down and made you watch that movie? <laughs> Jesus. I may have been on a date. I'm not sure. With who? Yeah, it was one of your morning what movies. No, I don't yes. think Probably no, a Russian gymnast. That's no, how he rolls. <laughs> it was a $6 movie, so I figured I can't lose. Oh, you, no, you did. Yeah. You, you did. Was. <laughs> you could have gave me that six dollars. I could have just punched you in the face. <laughs> the way I, <laughs> the way I describe Alex Cross is: Have you ever been uh, in a classroom and you fall asleep, and then you wake up twenty minutes later, and the professor's talking about something completely different? And you have no idea where where <laughs> things are. That's this movie without you're falling being asked asleep. Question. Yeah, and you're like, all of a sudden you're like, what the hell's happening I'll now? Describe, I'll <laughs> describe it for you. You ever take a shit in really hot weather? <laughs> <laughs> Watching Alex Cross is like taking a shit in really hot weather. Really hot weather. It's like you're in the Nam. You're just sitting there and you're just sweating and just you, you know and you know the toilet paper is not quality, so you know it's gonna be oh, it's, it's gonna be eyes. exactly or it's gonna rip through and your finger gonna touch yourself no. and it's all sorts of bad. <laughs> then you gotta somehow zip your pants up because you're in a public bathroom. It's not like you can walk to the sink with your pants down on your ankles. So you gotta figure like okay, this I is L.A. You can if you want. I got poo poo on my fingers, so I, how am I gonna actually get my pants on and like and there's people walking in like hey how you doing MC I'm like oh hey how you doing my pants are on button I gotta wash my hands and then there's poop coming off you know like when you wash your hands and your hands are dirty and dirt goes in the sink basin imagine when you're doing that and there's poop wow that you've thought this out Jeez. dude all the great out. review of Alex all Cross out, <laughs> so I think my point is he's By not really way, that much of a draw Alex on his own Cross C <laughs> uh, but before we get to the next segment um, so we have Think Like a Man 2 coming out th- later this summer Will this be Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart is the new funny black guy. Huh. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, everyone has a moment. Everyone has their time. Eddie he Murphy, is pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. but he, he's funny now. Oh yeah, uh, you're gonna find another funny guy in three years, and you'll be like Kevin Hart. Who? You know, like first D L Hughley. D L Hughley was here for a and while. Then Steve it was Harvey the, was can, there. The words coming out my mouth. That guy. Who is that? Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. Oh yeah, yeah right. Remember, it's only for remember? a couple years. Yeah, I'm I'm showing oh, you all the light. Remember that guy that did the Seven Up commercials? The Orlando Jones. Yeah. yeah. He was like in movies for like yeah. two straight years, and then, going, and then never again. Who do you see? Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. You know he did a, he did about three four years of movies. But they don't overlap. They don't never. Uh, no. It's wow. pronounced. They Martin. pick a new one. It's it's stop. Who's the next guy? Uh-huh. Stop. Who's the next guy? Wow. Stop. Who's Maybe the next we guy? could be the next. What is the game show called? Comedian. Million dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Million dollar black man. Million ah. dollar black man. I guess. <laughs> you paused real quick for a second. <laughs> next segment. You want that? You want that liberal? <laughs> hey, let anybody fill it in. All right, a little something called "What go. Did You See This Week." Before we get on to new movies we saw this week, I want to go back to one we covered yes. last week and didn't talk about too much. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Adam went on a little rant about it, but we didn't get to talk about it yeah. too much. So I want to cover that real quick before we get on to uh, another movie. Okay, so everybody's complaining about this movie. I could, oh, I wanted to get your back on that point. Did you see it? No. You didn't see that? Anybody uh, else? Did I see it? Spider-Man 2? No. did not. Right. Any critics who were, did I who see were, it? Who were talking... No, okay. About an underdeveloped plot line with the rhino. I agree with you. Don't know how to watch movies. Yeah, because uh, because it's there clearly as the first adventure that, that Spidey's doing, and then at the very end, you know, and he's back being Spider-Man, and they just start to battle as the rhino. But it's really meant to be a stylistic bookend. It's, book, it's bookend. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't understand that you're like, it's underdeveloped, like, you don't know how to watch movies. Yeah. So every critic that says that, wipe them off the table. They don't count. 
Yeah. It wasn't like having Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze and Two-Face or whatever all in your movie. Exactly. It was a little thing, and yeah. then we get on to the movie, and, and we get back to it, a little callback. And yeah. the too many villains thing, first of all, that argument holds no water because they've made X-Men movies. There's ten villains in an X-Men movie, right? Yeah, but I, I have to admit, in this one, it felt like we were done with the movie, and then, oh, we got another guy we got to deal with real quick, deal with yeah. him, and you then we're Green done. Goblin? Yeah. And yeah. by the way, with an X-Men movie, you have the X-Men, there's more than one of those guys, and you got the bad guys, more than one. So it's like ah. a matchup. Oh, okay. Spider-Man, well, it's always one, point. and then one, and then one, and they're always based on some damn animal all the time. <laughs> Rhino, Dr. Octopus, Vulture. It's like, we get it. It's a fucking animal. Well, right? you are punching holes in Stanley's genius. There might be a thing. Everyone's like, I can't believe you created all these ah. characters. Did he, or did he just open an encyclopedia full of animals <laughs> yeah. and go, all right, that one? And that he one. just went to the ark and started picking <laughs> out animals. Can you see like Oscorp, the office, he's the guy comes in from R&D, he's like, we got something to stop him. You know, the office is like, what's that thing on his face? It's a rhino horn. Why? All right, skip that. What's that? You got wings, like, like a vulture. Excelsior, yeah, yeah. it's the Badger Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's his new <laughs> thing. Badger right? Man, Raccoon Man. <laughs> now, the one thing that happens in this movie that uh, always makes me laugh is there's always a villain, or often a villain, who has the formula that has yet to be tested on humans, and he's going to go ahead yeah. and do the test. The Green Goblin in the first one, and then the lizard. Yeah. It's so funny. It's, it's exactly the same thing. But, I mean, I don't know. Is that a negative? I don't You're know. in New York. You can't find some stray dogs you can inject shit with? <laughs> Just rats? There's rats everywhere. Just, hey, let's put it in and see what happens. Oh, shit. I ain't going to put that in my body. God damn. That's fucked up. But the <laughs> but the father plot line was a little shoehorned in, uh, you know the the Harry Osborn. Mm-hmm. We're we're talking about Harry Osborn. His father shows up for a second. Chris Cooper, mm-hmm. uh, Norman Osborn, played by Willem Dafoe in the first one, and he's dying and he's got some disease. And he tells Harry, "You've got that disease, and uh, you you have to live with it." And he becomes obsessed with curing the disease as this alternate plot line, as this other B plot, yeah. and that's what turns him into the Green Goblin, along yeah. with some technology that the Oscorp was building. Yeah, and so then when he shows up at the end, it's kind of like well, we dealt with Electro, but now oh yeah, we got to deal with this guy. I didn't feel like it's leading up to this. I feel like oh yeah, we got to deal with this guy now. Yeah, they shouldn't <laughs> have went Green Goblin because what was really great was when Electro was fully Electro and and uh, the Oscorp gives him his suit and he has like a supervillain suit. He shows up as sort of like the the heavy behind uh, Norman Os or I mean uh, Harry Osborn, who's telling everybody what's what, and he's got Electro behind him like with electricity pulsing around him. And now he's this little dickhead who's been a little dickhead the whole movie. Now he's like a supervillain dickhead businessman. Yeah, they could have didn't need to turn into a goblin. Could have had adventures for a while like that. It would have been interesting. Yeah, Yeah. I could have handled that for the rest. And as ever, you know my fault with the Spider-Man franchise: too much crying. Too much crying. Yes, not in the audience, but the characters love to cry. We have this great opening sequence, and again. Mark Webb has found a way to make the Spider-Man movies advanced in the way he presents action movie action scenes. You know, the camera can go places and do things the best never Spider-Man, before. The best Spider-Man swinging in any of the movies. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. We, I saw it in IMAX, and, and the way he shoots it and everything, it's really like you could tell Mark Webb just wanted to be Spider-Man so bad, and he puts the camera on Spider-Man so that we get to swing through New York. It's, it's really Yeah, it's POV fun. without being a gimmick. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Are there a lot of scenes with Andrew Garfield with the mask off? But no, no, no. They Thank clearly responded God. to that. He yes. never took the mask off. Thank you. Like, like they clearly got that note. Like, people complained enough that they're always ripping the mask off Spider-Man. No, he's in the Spider-Man mask most of the movie, which is joyous. Yeah. Marvel Studios, <laughs> take a hint. Jesus. I know. I get it. Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. We get it. We understand. All right. Hang on a second. We're inside the mask. It's different. That's the genius part of the Iron Man, though, yeah, is that the, the inside camera I like that they inside. find a way to show me yeah. my Robert Downey Jr. without taking off the mask. Yeah, but they take the mask off a whole lot. And Chris mm. Evans, we they get it. They need to sh- take his shirt off more. 
Yeah, but Captain America. Were we talking about Robert Downey Jr. having a shirt off? Okay, MC, you were on a flight and you're staying at a hotel. What have you seen? I saw Tropic Thunder in the gym. Okay. I watched on my flight, I watched Hunger Games 2, whatever that is, Catching Fire. Yeah. How is it? What's it about? It's not that bad. I didn't leave the theater. If you did, you would have died. I know, exactly. That's how they keep you. No, it seemed, it was more interesting. It seems like a lot of sequels are better than the original because the original you have to like kind of build this whole foundation. You of have the to story. apologize for making the movie. Yeah, you have to kind of apologize and build <laughs> Look, up, and I'm then sorry. it stops, and then it starts. And by the time it starts, <laughs> it's over. Yeah. But this one actually kind of like jumps right into the mess. Um, I'm not a real big fan of Jennifer Lawrence. I'm I'm just not. I don't think she's. I don't know if she's talented, but she's just not hot. And I re- I review all my women based on their hotness, <laughs> and she's not hot at all. But it, it seemed like a very interesting movie. I don't like that whole pita thing. I don't like that guy. He's useless. But it was really interesting to see yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, Making way, any movie better. Exactly. Sadly, just, that won't happen anymore. But but he made it better. Like, the minute he gets on the scene, gets gets on the screen, you're like, ooh, this is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, please keep talking. Just keep talking, please. And then they, they went away, and it was Pita with his little midget self walking around doing something, being all sad because Thor's brother really likes J-Law, but J-Law don't know what the hell's going on. And then uh, Kiefer Sutherland's daddy is doing all some bullshit. This is how black people like review movies. <laughs> Kiefer oh Sutherland's dad. We don't name the actor. We name like something else around the actor, like Kiefer Sutherland's daddy. You mean, you know, Jack Bauer? You're like, no, his name is Kiefer. I can Jack relate Bauer. to that. Jack Bauer was sitting like, Jack Bauer's not in fucking Catching Fire. No, Jack Bauer daddy. Jack Bauer daddy was in. <laughs> and he was like, "You gotta do this and that and the other." And then she had to kiss Peter, and th- like it, it just got it got really interesting. And then it stopped. Like she had this weird smile on her face, and I'm not like, "There's a revolution. There's not a revolution." I was like, it, it was fine. It was fine. It wasn't you as bad as the it. first one. I, it caught me. I couldn't go nowhere. I was on a plane. Oh, that's true. You, you also like. I couldn't. I was going like this, and nothing changed. You like the movie as much as you like having to go take a crap in a little tiny room. Because yeah. you're on a plane. You can't I, really do anything about I've that. I've done that. That's bad they times, are. too. I'm a big guy, too. I My know. knees hit it and everything. I'm like, ah. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> we saw uh, last week, and but didn't get a chance to talk about it, about time. Oh, my God. I have written here, time's up back in time, because I couldn't remember. About time. <laughs> about time. <laughs> about time. <laughs> I had a note. What's it about? Yeah. Oh, it's about time. Time. <laughs> about time. Clocks. You know, it's about. Uh, it's about an hour and a half. <laughs> It's, yeah. a, it's 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 kind hours. of like sold as a romantic comedy, but it's really a story about a dad and his son. Oh, yeah. Richard Curtis you know? made this, and he Bill wrote uh, yeah. Notting Hill, and he wrote Bridget Jones' Diary, and he wrote and directed Love Actually, and so I think he's the guy who uh, all rated R movies. So he's the guy who loves to make the romantic comedy, but it's for adults, so mm. decidedly. Nice. And right. so I always like these movies: Four Weddings and a Funeral. Mm-hmm. He wrote that as well. Very um, British. Is he British? Yeah, he's totally Very British. British. It was a so. British movie. Well, you forget, if, if you think Love Actually is soft, I mean, forget the, don't forget this dude uh, honed his chops on, like, Black Adder and all these great oh, British shows. Okay, gotcha. So uh, this was from him. But it, it, it this one is it where it kind of... Yeah, it didn't have the bite. It didn't have the, the friend. Like, Karen wanted more... Of the folks the like who are surrounding are the our best hero. Part. Yeah. yeah, the guys who have wear a shirt, fancy a fuck. Those are the great characters. Yeah, yeah. Like Notting Hill had them. Bridget Jones had them. Certainly, her friends in that movie were just. Yeah, I want I nuts. want those friends that just show up in a little tiny car and there's so much personality they just stick out of the car. You mean clowns? They're kind of <laughs> like clowns. <laughs> they hang out at a circus. They really <laughs> are. So they romanticized the entire time travel thing where the guy it learns he's right. a time travel. All men in his family are time travelers. Oh. Up in a little so car. he learns this from his dad. So he's going to go back and get the girl. You know, that's his whole way. Yeah. Of thing. What would you guys do to try and remake A Perfect Life, right? Oh, yeah. if I could go back in time, I would go back in time to Bill Murray when he was still on Saturday Night Live. 
and just I don't know what I would do then. I would just stalk him and try to like he you would stalk him like he stalked people in Groundhog Day. Yes, you'd keep going I back would. in time to learn more about him and learn where he's going to be and say the right. thing. You know thing what's really odd? Could I be my age? Because if I went back in time to the age I was, it'd be really no. Creepy. You're a time traveler, so you're the oh, same. Oh yes, age. that's exactly what I would do yeah. then. You don't no want one, your no, 80s hair. No don't goes, bring your 80s hair. No one travels back in time and becomes younger. No oh, one knows okay. that. That's a horrible movie. Oh no, that's <laughs> what I do. I would do a Groundhog Day on Bill Murray. Just have a plate of Coke back at then, and you'd been fine. Whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> All my time travel fantasies are going back in time to see a movie uh, at, at, fresh with an audience. Like, I always knew the ending of Psycho before I ever saw it. I always want to go and with that opening night audience to see Psycho with, like, a crowd for the first time, and nobody knows the ending yet. That would be amazing. That, that's what you would do if you went back in time. Most what people am I gonna do? would uh, try to stop Hitler. Uh, but, Connors, kid? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even do that. I'm just talking about some dirty stuff out there. <laughs> Hitler B. I mean, yeah. right. I'd kill him, though. And You'd make get, sure that you were then front. Then I'd go do some freaky deaky stuff. <laughs> You'd make sure you were front and center at the Janet Jackson Super Bowl whenever she took it off the thing and showed I, her titty. I, I would knock Justin Timberlake out the way, and I would See? do it. I would rip it and grope it a little bit, mm. and then smile. Cup it a little. <laughs> yeah. Cupping. Cup Just a little. Gently cup it on <laughs> TV and look at the camera. Media's changing after this. <laughs> that was one of my favorite things that happened in the Super Bowl, because then it was like 10 years of rock and roll, and that's my, my, yeah. my uh, thing. Less bullshit. Oh, Adam, real quick, uh, your thoughts on Neighbors. Oh, I thought it was great. I thought, it, I mean, it, it had an incredible pace to it. I was impressed at how much that movie just wanted to deliver its premise and keep moving. And uh, like, like the people move in next door, like five minutes in, four minutes in, like it really is just like instantly the plot is going. And uh, I really, I, I enjoyed it. Of course, it has friend of the show, Ike Barinholtz in it. He gets a lot of jokes. He gets a, a lot of laughs. And uh, that made me very happy. But uh, I also liked all the, all the, like at first they became friends with the fraternity guys. I thought that was a really funny scene, oh, which cool. I didn't was not expecting. I was expecting it just so any sort of monotony in the plot that for, that you could imagine from the trailer, like oh well, it's just gonna be back and forth the whole time. No, the first thing they do is go and make friends, and they party all night, mm -hmm. and then they show up trying to look young and everything like that, and they offer him <laughs> he offers him some some uh, joints uh, to keep it down or whatever, and he goes, uh, and that's that's all the weed I have. It's it's really hard for me to get weed. Because <laughs> he's just like <laughs> suburban guy, uh, but I don't know. There's a bunch. Of, it 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 keeps moving so so fast. I really enjoyed the funniest Nick Stoller movie because he made uh, 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 forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, it's funny. Five year that. engagement. Yeah. It's funnier than that. Uh, get him to the Greek. Haven't seen that. Okay, but that's I've a good, heard that's that's a funny. Yeah, I've heard that's pretty funny. Yeah, but I think that I mean, as far as I know about Nick Stoller, I mean, he also has sequences where, like, uh, um, you know, this is the director of Scott Pilgrim. Um, oh yeah, yeah, Edgar Wright. He goes like totally yeah. Edgar Wright with some sequences too, like okay. when they get high and he goes with all these like camera effects and stuff. And I don't remember seeing that in any other Nick Stoller film. So I don't know. It was like the movie was trying to entertain me like crazy. Like it was like a like it was like a, a girlfriend that had cheated on me or something. Like hey, let's have fun. Hey, is it, you having a good time? You having a good time? So I, <laughs> I kind of enjoyed that aspect. I like that. It's great cool. Well, let's uh, uh, wrap up the show where we we do every week with Karen's birthdays as she looks at the birthdays of those who make the movies. Karen, take it away. <laughs> All right, so we start off our week of birthdays by wishing a very happy birthday to the, lover, the lovely Miss Deborah Winger, who Ooh. turns 58. Ouch. Yeah. Would you still? Would you still? Yes. Uh, she should have been in Batman. She was supposed to be. Wouldn't it? Oh, is that right? Oh, no, 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 no. Sean Young. Go <laughs> oh, ahead. Yeah. Is it her but, birthday? It's Sean Young. Sean Young. Okay. But Deborah Winger could play anywhere from extra hot to extraterrestrial. I That's learned a couple true. things about Deborah Winger while I was doing a birthday research on her. One thing I learned is that Paul digs older chicks. <laughs> All right. Back then, Back I then? was not the guy who was like into 
Demi Moore and all that. I was in a Kathleen Turner. Mm-hmm. I was in a Deborah Winger. I like the women. Right. More than the girls. <laughs> well, get this. I think IMDb allows actors to write their own bios, and I think Deborah Winger might be feeling <laughs> sorry for herself because in her bio, there's some pretty interesting adjectives. For example, it says she also made her f- feature film debut in the embarrassing softcore porn that had um, Slumber Party 57. I don't know if you know she was uh, naked in that, but it's like no. a softcore. But for Ooh. some reason, they wrote embarrassing. And I've read a lot of IMDb stuff, and I'm like, oh, all right, embarrassing. That's interesting. The word flop is used seven times mm. in it. Whoa. Also, Is it describing the softcore porn, though? <laughs> the so- it was a flop. No. flop. Oh. No, and then things that happened in the softcore porn. <laughs> I think things they're trying to be around. cute here, but she was followed up that with a forgettable comedy, Forget Paris. Oh, Jesus, That's I'm a like, good movie. I do. I thought so too. A Billy Crystal movie. And Mm. now this is another one. And now, forty-year-old Deborah felt that when she turned forty, she felt that there were no more good roles for her, and she concentrated on motherhood. Or maybe she wasn't getting cast, and she's like making excuses. I'm telling you, this whole IMDb is like (laughs) making excuses. Interesting. Well, I never would have heard of that embarrassing movie unless she put it on the front (laughs) of her bio. And get this: the last line is the best one. It says. Nobody can deny that Deborah Winger is one of the best American actresses ever. Her fans hope that Hollywood will finally reward her talent with a long overdue Academy Award. End of IMDb bio. Ooh, wow. wow. I know, it's Zing. so crazy. So I just wanted to share that with you. Deborah so, Zinger. How many nominations is she? Is she crazy? Clearly. She, didn't she show up at something Dude, recently that was kind of crazy? There's a lot of stuff I didn't even mention where she fought with directors because she didn't think the director was doing a good job and then the movie was another bomb and so she blames everybody. Like all these things, if anything's a bomb, it's because of the director. Wow. I don't know. And they also said a couple of times that she was very hard to work with. Mm. Bogus. Three Oscar, Three Oscar nominations? Yeah. Mm. And then she hasn't been in a movie in how long? Exactly. Because of motherhood. She chose to. Okay, next up, let's wish a happy birthday to a guy whose career just keeps getting hotter. Happy birthday to Mr. Danny Trejo, who turns 69 (laughs) but can play anywhere from ex-con to icon. Orderly. Right? Danny Trejo (laughs) has been very interesting in life. As we all know, he's been in prison, and that actually helped him get his acting career started. But they um, say that every actor has a type, and we all know his type. And uh, there's also, unintentionally, he's been kind of typecast as, can you guess, not a prisoner, not a, a, Mexican a cholo. Badass. How about it's the guy who gets killed? Oh, yeah. He has died in a movies over 36 <gasps> times. Awesome. So there's a compilation I found online of oh, yeah. him dying. You can just listen oh, to yeah? a tiny bit of this, but it cracked Man, me up. What kind of dude are you? He's hit by a bus or a truck. A car. I'll just let this play under your thing. All right. Over (laughs) on average. I was going to say bartender. I have seen him play a bartender more than get shot and killed. Really? He's always behind the bar. Well, that's because then he eventually gets shot. (laughs) On average, he makes about four movies a year. In one year, he made nine movies. Here he is getting shot. And falling. Now, we're going to have to stop playing that clip because I have another clip that my boyfriend, Iron Man, has said. Here's Robert Downey Jr. talking about Danny Trejo. And what about Danny Trejo? Has that guy ever turned down a part? No. No. (laughs) That's him saying, no. Now, we know that he's made tons and tons of movies, but I 
challenge you to name. I have I have four pages of movies. Oh, I can do this. Can you name Jesus. at least five? I have five pages of movies. I got five. Can you name at least five that he's been in? Anchorman. Spy Kids. Okay, Spy Kids, yes. Spy Kids, two. Dawn Till Dusk. Okay, yeah, I have that one highlighted. He was in Anchorman. Anchorman. Heat. 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 Okay, that's good. Is he good. an anchorman? Yeah, he's the. I think he's a bartender. And yeah, he's, right. uh, he's a bartender. Oh, that's at, right. at the end when Ron's, yeah, yeah. Ron's right. down and out. Um. I mean. Five, oh, and Machete. Five pages. Yeah, Machete. Machete, one machete and two. kills. Yeah. Uh, he was in Desperado. Yes, Con Air. Oh, yes, yes. Con Air. Oh, yeah. Con Air. Yeah. Uh, Anaconda. That's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, right. the Salt and Sea. Wow, I yeah. haven't seen that in a long time. That's a great That's a movie. movie. He was actually the body in the Big Chill. He was the guy in the coffin. <laughs> so anyway, the point is, pages of movies that man has I made. That and you got Deborah, <laughs> you got Deborah Winger pissed off because forty-year-olds can't be in movies. So I just thought they were funny together. And last up, let's wish a very happy birthday to Mr. Steve Winwood, who I love. He turns fifty-eight. Cinema Steve Winwood? Yes. <laughs> oh, Adam. Adam, you say that now. He turns fifty-eight, but he can play anywhere from the guitar to the violin. Steve has eighty-three soundtrack credits on his Holy IMDb shit. for films like shit. Notting Hill, Rush. Strip tease and Sergeant Bilko. And Iron Eagle. Come on. And Iron Eagle. Oh, shit. All right. Give me some loving. There you Eagle? go. Give some loving in Blues Brothers, right? Iron Eagle. But to Iron Eagle. But did you know <laughs> that Mr. Steve Winwood is also an actor? Yes, he's acted in exactly two movies, unlike Danny Trejo. He <laughs> One was, more than me. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> he was in 1995's Balto. He played mm. a balladeer. Uh, and just to make things fun, it's animated. I. It's animated. Yes, animated movie. He was uncredited, but. Then again, credit and I We just knew it was him. Right? We just could tell. <laughs> However, we have a clip, and I'm going to play a clip for you, and I want you guys to guess what movie he is in in this clip. Okay. Blues Brothers Band. Oops. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> Bunch of wannabe players. How good's a mess like that gonna sound anyway? Hey, man, don't worry about it. We're going to smoke them turkeys. I wasn't aware the first line gave it away. Break Thanks. into Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Oh. This is a movie that is to remain nameless. Oh, yeah. He was, was going to say, I don't fucking recognize that line. <laughs> <laughs> they said the fucking words blues <laughs> in it. So I can guess what piece so of shit this because, is. Because, Lee, you know how much I love hearing celebrities sing. Uh. It's true. People ask me, can you tell me two things about Karen? And I say, she loves to hear celebrities sing, and she's natural blonde. Natural blonde, turns everyone. Out. Turns yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, I buy that 100%. And because I love hearing celebrities sing, and because... Because I love the great Steve Winwood, and because I like Adam, no, we are going to listen to. Just don't say the name. Give me some loving, but from the original Blues Brothers movie oh, that Steve you. Winwood wrote, sung by the great Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. Thank you. Yes. So happy birthday, Steve Winwood, and thank you for saying the movie that shall remain nameless. Yes. I, I'm very, I'm very proud that, except for that one show where right. I did mention, we can't talk yeah. about it. I, it really has been erased from history, so thank you. <laughs> yes. When I saw that Steve Winwood had been in two movies, I'm like, oh, which ones? And when I uh, saw that, I went, shut up. Uh, I'm like, well, uh, we can't talk about anyway. that. What we the can't hell? Talk about it. <laughs> I must be getting mail. Can't you get any mail? <laughs> Lord, I thought I shut all that down. I did too. Hey, uh, that's our computer. Uh, well, that wraps another movie showcast, everybody. Follow us on Twitter at The Movie Guys. And uh, on Facebook at facebook.com slash themovieguys, as well as on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Vine, Instagram, LinkedIn, all that shit. Thanks to MC Yay! from the Hater Nation. The Hater Collaboration. The HaterNationShow.com to read all about them and most importantly hear their show. And at the Hater Nation. 
at Twitter. That's how we first uh, chummed up and became yep. my buddies. Yep, yep. So cool. do that. And catch us both, of course, on WBAD.net and JonasMountRadio.com. Uh, any other plugs? You want? You got something coming up when you yeah, get back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. May 22nd for you folks in the DMV. Fernando Miko, award-winning indie filmmaker, Ever After Seen X, will be doing a special screening of it at the Angelica, May 22nd, hosted by... MC of the Hitter oh, Nation. Nice. Okay. We also, the Hitter Nation also does a cameo in the movie We All Die. Ah. Oh, just like Danny Trejo. Like Danny Be Trejo. proud. Exactly. <laughs> We're very proud of our death scenes. <laughs> Thanks to Jamie Clark Ellington for watching the board and providing stats, pointing out mistakes. We need that. And Steve Scholes for his writing contributions to the show every week. And remember, you can always find everything we're up to at themovieguys.net. We'll be back next week with a great new guest, and we'll talk X-Men, and if time remaining, Blended. Oh, my God. There we go. Blended. I'm off to watch Godzilla movies. <laughs>